Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Weekly Podcast. Listening to the dulcet tones of Mafu, joined by the optimistic prime of the Cultaholic Weekly podcast, Mr. Jack the Jobber. Oh, wow, I thought that was going to be a, a misdirection there. Thank oh, you very much. Yeah. No, you are very positive. Every other week, you'd be the positive person in the group, but <laughs> substituting for Ross, who was sadly under the weather, making his return after a few months, the Megatron of never getting it wrong, Andrew Hodginson. Hello, doing, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a last minute decision, so I do apologise to people that were looking forward to seeing Ross today, but I'm, I'm excited to be here again with the boys. That's right. We could exclusively reveal Raw was being rewritten seconds before going on the air. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a, okay. Yes. There we go, Andrew. That's the type of uh, podcast we'll have this week. But Jack, how the hell are you, mate? I'm, I'm fuming. I was about to say I'm good, and I've remembered something that's happened, right? So... Oh. It's Eurovision on Saturday, and since childhood, I've loved Eurovision, right? It's rubbish, but love it, right? Just think it's absolutely hilarious. And um, my girlfriend, Bethany, hates Eurovision and can't understand why I like it, right? And then a couple of weeks ago, she's like, you know when things open up a bit more again, you can go out in like groups and stuff and and all that, and, and you can go inside places and stuff. She's like, so do you want to go out uh, next weekend? I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And she was like, well, I've booked somewhere. But, oh, no, it's on the same night as Eurovision. And I'm like, you've done this, on, <laughs> you've very much done this on purpose. And she d- denies it. But I think it's outrageous. She knows how much I love it. She knows. <laughs> who do you want to genu- win? Genuinely quite annoyed. I don't care who wins. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the winning. You should take us to that- a bar that's showing Eurovision. Mm. Yeah, that's a surprise. She's going to surprise I, you. I don't think Billy Bootleggers in town shows Eurovision. It's not that sort of vibe. It's going for the old Western kind of feel, isn't it? Oh, Grease them mm. up. Pal, mm. pal, pal. Put Eurovision on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it worth your while. It's a five. It's a fiver in 50p. Slip him a dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> Good partner. <laughs> What about yourself, Andrew? What are you doing? Um, uh, yeah, I'm good, thank you. It's been a just a weird week. I'm like apparently the biggest heel in the biz now these days. Adam Pichetti's been throwing some dirt on me and and Sam and Tom as well. To be fair, has he? Oh, yeah, they as yeah. well. 
Yeah, they've been going. Sam was like, oh, yeah, just rub sausage meat all over my keyboard. <laughs> like, what? But yeah, it's been Why weird. Why did you do that? I, oh, Matthew, you're not. Come on now. Come on now, Matthew. So it's been that, and then my boiler nearly exploded as well. Adult stuff. Ooh. Like, yeah, the, the, the guy came around. Boring stuff. Everybody wants to know this. Boring stuff. My boiler, I came home one day. An electrician had been in whilst I've not been at home. Water everywhere. I think the electrician fell into the boiler. And like and just left broke it. it and left it. Like he didn't tell me or my um, like my letting, letting agency about it or anything. So I rang them up and they were like, "Yeah, we'll come out, get a guy out." And a guy came out really quick, nice plumber. And he was like, "Yeah, no, we've seen these boilers before, and when they blow, they go whoop straight through the ceiling." Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> like, and mental. And he was like, "Yeah, no, it's bad because we've seen that go straight through the thing, and then it's like scalded a baby or something before, which is mental." So thankfully that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. There's been no blowing up. It's all sorted now. But yeah, just just boring adult stuff. But, but that, I'm good that's though. scary adult stuff. That is scary adult stuff. I can just have... imagine like sitting on it and just going Whoa, and like <laughs> shooting straight up. Like to the sky. Dave the plumber comes out and goes, "All right, where's your boiler?" And you go up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very some mothers do have them or Laurel and Hardy. It's very yeah. like the potential for slapstick yeah. is huge. That's just my life in general. Stanley, I'm going to like, have it all the time. I need to have a rest. Let me sit on something. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, holy, should... holy! Not now, Stan. I'm having a rest on this boiler. <laughs> I should point out, I only remember one Laurel and Hardy, right, from when I was... Because my dad was quite... I think my dad's dad was quite a fan. And mm. my, so my dad liked it. And then I'd watch it if it was on with him. And I only the only thing I remember from Laurel and Hardy is there's going to be a fight, that one, where they're walking around the lobby. There's going to be a fight. Does anyone no one I don't that know. One? Sorry, Jack. Nah, never mind, Sorry. Ben. Never mind. Anyway, I was going to say, Andrew, <laughs> that me and Ross theorised on the news the other... Well, earlier on this week, that... Adam's doing this because he fears your popularity, and he's been—he's yeah. been a bit of a triple H, and he's just how can I how can I cling on to the top? I don't know about popularity. I, 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 oh, genuinely, you know, honestly, oh, like, I'm not even just saying—I'm not even just saying this. I'm not just saying this. Honestly, not just saying this. But like, it's one of them things where you read the YouTube comments, and loads of people are nice, and then you read a bad one, and you're like, everybody hates me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's what why it, that's we're what here like. to tell you to ignore that one. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. I was gonna say, don't worry, that goes away. But that went away for me for a few years, and then this year it, it got, back. it came back. But I think that's to do with not having anywhere to go and not yeah, having anywhere to see. Definitely, yeah. But anyway, no, you are very popular. That's very. Uh, kind it's because you. you're innately likable oh. and, and beautiful as well. <laughs> and I just don't think we should. I, I get uncomfortable when I see this weird heel thing because I know it's a dirty tactic. But have you seen everybody? Have you seen everybody in the comments? Like everything, Will Osprey no. uh, vacates his title. Everyone's like, oh, Andrew injured Will Osprey. <laughs> like, <laughs> Andrew fired a boiler oh. on him. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no, because this is Pachi's been very clever here because even though you're very popular and likable, he's like a. Uh, literally like a cult leader like I watched I tuned in on Twitch right for the start of his stream mm. recently and it's the first time I've watched like the countdown to the start of his stream and it's that song like, I'll see you when you get there yeah and the chat's like 400 people in the chat all going leader leader and I'm just like if he wanted to like stage a coup he possibly could he actually could he yeah. could breach the outer gates of the city <laughs> 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 yeah, we're not pretending ironically to be a cult. We are a cult now, or he is mm. a cult, I should say. It's just him. It's 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 like different bits of a political party fragmenting. He's very much gone off the rails now. He's the party he's of one. On, he's Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. 
Oh. We're going to find him up the river just on his own. But instead of a jungle, it's just like a yeah. Twitch setup. <laughs> Touching Barrymore for the 300th time. The horror. All, all on the different horror. monitors, different yeah. videos of him. Sam's the camera guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's a genius, man. Just because of stop him, man. Just because of the camera, that's the only reason Sam would be. It's just the first person I could yeah. think of. <laughs> uh, I do like Pacini now. He's he's Kevin Nash looking at Wrath coming up for Sunday Feet Street. Goes, nah, I have to do something about that. <laughs> Never not for him. me, pal. Doesn't work for me, yeah, kid. Yeah, not feeling it. <sighs> Let's do some news. Aye. Well, the big news this week, well, until yesterday, mm. was R.I.P. New Jack. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, you being more of a uh, video game person, are you familiar with the myth, the legend that was New Jack? Yeah, very much so. Like, I, when I was growing up, I enjoyed uh, a lot of ECW. I used to watch a lot of ECW. And New Jack was the first, other than, like, you know, when you see Kane and stuff and that scares you, New Jack was, like, legitimately the first wrestler that ever scared me when I watched him. Like... Seeing him just like pull people off scaffolding and stuff and just get out the cheese grater and actually just like full on go for it. It frightened me. Like I was intrigued by it, but I was petrified by it at the same time. Because obviously when you're younger, you're like, well, I mean, to be fair with New Jack, it was real anyway. I was like, that is unbelievable that he can do that to someone. And then I watched like later on, obviously like the dark side of the ring stuff. And I'm like, yes, he was, he was a man. He was certainly a, a, a person, but um, mm. I uh, I enjoyed it. Just like his theme song, blasting whilst he's like just sticking people in head with forks and stuff. Like, yeah. so it's so strange. Like such a weird juxtaposition. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's sad. It's sad that he's uh, that he's passed now. Mm, very much yeah. so. I I am. Um, I obviously wasn't familiar with New Jack until later, and I remember becoming aware of him. Because when I was getting back into wrestling, I'd go on forums and stuff and people would be having discussions about stuff that I had no idea about at the time about because I didn't understand wrestling. I hadn't watched it since I was a kid. And then it, he would always be brought up as like, if the thread title was like, if WWE could sign anyone, who would it be? And everyone would go, New Jack. And then the other half of the thread would go, that's stupid. That would never happen. <laughs> and then they go, it might. You never know. And it would just, yeah, that's how I felt. So then I thought, well, I've got to. So I Googled him and I just obviously couldn't believe it. And then the rise and fall of, wait, was he in the rise and fall of ECW? Yes. Yeah. He featured quite prominently in that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The, the fall was in it. Yeah. In the Vic- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, why why didn't we get pay-per-view in 96? And you just like, uh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I believe New Jack did have the, he's either a tryout or to say like, hi, we want a guy who did something with knives. We have to use our language here, Andrew, because of PG, um, with Cena in 04. Yeah, can you come in? We could see what you can do. I remember the, the joke being around there was that they, they asked New Jack to do some chain wrestling. So he pulled out a chain <laughs> and hit someone with it, which I don't think is what happened. But I think New Jack, bless him, if he could, quote, quote, properly wrestle, he hadn't done it in a number of years, so I don't think it would have been very good. Mm. So he didn't get it. And they went with uh, Jesus instead. Oh. That hot one-month thing, just so they could say in December that Cena beat Jesus, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was a weird time for the business. But, yeah, New Jack, it's funny in a dark way, I guess, that a lot of his stuff that he did in ECW is not viewable on the number one source of wrestling video, which is the W Network, because of the fact that they played Natural Born Killers mm. so loud that a lot of the editors are doing, oh, but forget this. 
But to go through and overdub every single bit. We're already doing all the hardcore TV and on TNN. Now we have to do the entire match. Nah, you're all right. <laughs> so. He'll be always be remembered, Booney, as like just <sighs> out there. He's a proper mm-hmm. unique character. Right, it's so weird trying to eulogize him because he did mm. a lot of stuff that people go, wait, that's horrible. Mass Transit Instant has, it's a very, very, very bleak humor, if you're that way inclined, of, of instance with even less funny instance of putting his knife where it shouldn't have been. Um, still alleging after all these years that he attempted to end Vic Grimes' life when he threw him off the scaffold, XPW. Still not sure about that. I think New Jack, New Jack definitely had a way of being creative with the truth, like every other wrestler in the business, just saying. He's not special in that regard. But he's helped there by Vic Grimes. Apparently, he's never doing an interview since, what, 01? Uh-huh. Or whatever it was. Like, last time he spoke or appeared. Maybe he's Amish now, I don't know. But still, though, with all that, with it being a fair distance... Obviously, if this happened, like, next week, Bobby Fish shoots an opponent with a big old... Like, you're like, oh, oh my yeah, God, it's horrible. Crazy, yeah. That's horrific. <laughs> but for some reason, these things push back. And it's, like, a different time, a different place. And it's been so built up over the years. New Jack's used that reputation to build to his legend. There is a certain amount of... ah. Uh, that crazy dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he was always jumping off stuff and um, taking people up to scaffolds. And go, I don't know what to do. Let's just fall off and hopefully we land on somewhere soft and all the other things he did. So it's kind of like, yeah, thanks for the thanks for the stories. Mm, thanks yeah. for the legends. Mm. I'm glad we never worked together. <laughs> so that's that news. Obviously, that happened last Friday because if people who don't watch the podcast know, as soon as we wrap up the podcast, something big happens. There's always news on it. Well, nothing yeah. could be bigger than what's just happened yesterday, I imagine, with NXT having their cuts. So I'll go through the list. Uh, Kavita Devi, oh my God, his name's going to be horrible, I'm sorry. Uh, Kavita Devi, who was signed in 2017 for the Amazing Classic. She's in one Classic. of the Classics. Yeah. Yeah. She was in two, I think. I think well, she, she was both. in 17 wow. and 18, yeah. Oh, well done, Andrew. You're doing your research. Yeah, kept around, <laughs> but ready to use. Last match for Debbie was in 2019. Oh. Um, Jasmine Duke. Made her WWE debut at Evolution 2018 as part of Shayna's Four Horsewomen stable. Uh, lost her role when Shayna got pulled up to Raw and then she didn't do much apart from appearing on Raw Underground last year. And then after that fizzled out, she went full-time with Up, Up, Down, Down. Hey, yeah, a hell of a career yeah. directory there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame we didn't get that Four Horsewomen versus the ho- four, ho- mm-hmm. uh, four Horsewomen match, but at the yeah. same time, it wouldn't have worked anyway because there was such huge differences in levels of talent. Or experience, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. bigger part. Experience is what we're going for there, yeah. Um, Ezra Judge, a bodybuilder who signed in 2019, didn't have any TV appearances as far as I know. Um, his Wikipedia page, he looks stunning, so he's got that going for him. Uh, Skylar Story, a.k.a. Brandy Lauren from Impact. She'd only just signed. Yeah, she signed in 2020, made an appearance in a Battle Royal, and that was it. Oh, dear. Uh, and that Battle Royal's weird because uh, Vanessa Bourne, who's been signed since 2017. Again, last appeared in that one 2020 Battle Royal. Um, she She's a weird one to release because, I mean, it's 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 sad for a lot of them, but I always thought she was one of the ones who, who would be better, like Elias or someone who'd be better on the main roster. She was more mm, of a main yeah. roster wrestler than a That, than that was it, wrestler. right? She, she had been called up to Raw, but mm-hmm. like nothing had been said about it and she hadn't debuted and then she, she got, never even she got released. was on TV at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't even aware of that. Mm. Yeah. I think it was, it, announced was it, and then... I think it might have been around the time that Chelsea Green got called yeah, up. Yeah, could have been, yeah. Maybe. Um, where am I? Alexander Wolf. Ah, oh, yeah. 
Been signed since 2015. Signed for the tag team with Sawyer Fulton. God, remember Ooh. him. Then signed a hookup with Nicky Storm and Demo for a cool team known as Sanity. Uh, won the tag titles from Authors of Pain, a Take Our Brooklyn 3. And also main evented the first NXT War Games team with AOP, who don't hold any grudges, take on the Undisputed Era. No! No, it was, it was a three-team match. It was oh, Roderick, what it was? It was Roderick Strong. Oh, of course Strong. it was, yeah. Roderick Strong, I think, in the AOP, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, but it was still... still he had some good moments, man. I'm sad for him as well. Mm. Yeah, and then they got brought up to SmackDown in 2018. I'd forgotten about this fact. Proceeded to lose every single match, including a three-on-one match to Miz. Oh, oh what? Oh. Wow. I forgot about wow. Sammy's running SmackDown. Two-time WWE champion, the Miz. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and Wolf... Then went to NXT UK, joined Imperium, a.k.a. Morrison's own ring camp. Oh, yeah. And then on this week's NXT, we skip ahead, lost a very quick match to former friend Demo, was quickly beaten up, and then they moved on without saying anything. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was harsh. They didn't even like get them like what they could out of him. No. So, uh, Jake Clemens, ND ref, who immediately got a booking with AI Dub the day he was let go. So, well done, Fair Jake. Hey. And then Drake Verts. Huh. Yep. I Drake mean, Vertz reportedly just got might as well just read the report that we've got here. Call like Who's it is it are we quoting someone else though? Yes, we have Fightful. The Fightful. term that's going around is nuclear heat brought on by himself is the quote. After he was warned by WWE after attending events without a mask, there was said to be attempts for political plays. Well, I mean whatever, trying trying to get a job, whatever. It was also reported that there was an issue with Ezra Judge which almost got physical, we're quoting here, with Wurtz. And there were numerous instances where NXT higher-ups were alerted to issues that Wurtz had with people of colour. So that's what they said in this. Um, apparently, this comes from when Triple H gave a speech about Black Lives Matter and said that all people of different races and religions being welcomed here. Once religions were mentioned, Wurtz aggressively gathered his stuff and left. Several wrestlers in the company say that they felt uncomfortable around him. Among other things, words were said to have been loudly critical of wrestlers getting vaccinated, even for flu shots. I mean, it's so sad. As someone, I've said this a few weeks ago, but it's so sad. Drake Younger used to be known as the most positive person in all of wrestling, who got his life turned around from a lot of bad stuff to being PMA, get himself in shape and ripped and going to PWG and then getting signed. He was like, yay, the hardcore hero triumphs, woohoo. And now all I see are people and not those places that used to hang out with him and know him go, what happened to that guy? I feel like he needs help. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to excuse what are clearly some very dodgy and in some cases quite bigoted opinions, but it's like the the constant mania of him attempting to push a conspiracy. I feel like he might yeah. be quite a vulnerable person. That's just pure speculation, though. I don't know. But yeah, it's very stri- very strange. And it just kind of turns out that everything that everyone was speculating about him, it, yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Weird one. Yeah. I guess I'm just MDK now, so that's all right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, what a, what a documentary that was. And, oh, one last thing. There we go, we'll do this Columbo style. Coming in just off the presses, Velveteen Dream. I'm actually surprised because they they held on to him at the height of all the allegations, mm. but now they've let him go. So I was actually quite surprised to hear this. 
yeah, it's it's a what's it a perfect victory, a small Pyrrhic, victory, Pyrrhic. like Faith No More would say, because Velvet Dream Dream was accused by multiple people of very similar things, and they all happen to be very twinkish people who's messaging. So, and fair play to the journals, fair play to those journals that went on every press call and went there. All right, uh, we've got a very good uh, event. Uh, Obviously, Adam Cole and or Johnny Gargano was in the main event, so it's obviously NXT. Any questions? Every hand goes up. It's like, yeah, about... Fe- Bearing in mind uh, that I've already addressed uh, Velveteen Dream, every hand goes down. <laughs> yeah, the, the journals like Sean Ross Sapp and everybody else asked every time. The point with Triple H like, look, go away. Stop asking. And that wasn't enough. It's only because of other stories coming out that they're going, oh, okay, yeah, now now you're an issue. Oh, oh no, really? No. Mm. Oh, there's been, right now as we do this podcast, no one now will look. They'll all come out as soon as this podcast is over. So that, I'm trying to make this future-proof. All right. You know, like like the Game Boy Advance. But <laughs> the, uh, the stories going around is that he, again, also had nuclear heat. Very hard to work with. Allegedly, there's a video of him smashing a car window. Really? I never Allegedly. What? Allegedly. Your was Honor. it was it is it Rob Schamberger? Is that his name? Who put the, the guy tweet who out? tweeted the guy who tweeted yeah. is he the art is the artist guy? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. He tweeted something similar saying Well he didn't name Velveteen Dream, but I he guess the, ti- you're much VD. the timing the timing of it. That's mm. how likable he is. Um <laughs> he said like he said clearly this guy needs to work on himself and emotion and all this sort of stuff, and he said he was the most unprofessional person he'd ever worked with mm. and I know it doesn't I know it pales in comparison to the other allocation. I know it does <laughs> but um, uh, yeah I just never heard a flicker of any of that sort of stuff and when it seemed like WWE were keeping hold of him despite all the allegations for them to then release him now I was just like it's just it seems all backwards it's very strange very strange yeah. indeed well his last match was December for the I mean, losing to Uncle at a very Gargano Christmas. What? I don't remember. <laughs> a very that sounds, Gargano that sounds like my, the worst that? episode of NXT ever. I'm gonna have me. a. Gonna have a. I thought the last thing he Google. did was with that that parking lot brawl thing. That That's what I thought call. as well. But he was used very oh. sporadically after that. Ah, a very Gargano Christmas. <laughs> very Gargano Christmas. What would what would that? I think it's just. A, I think it was just the, the title of. I don't want to sound the... like Andrew, but I imagine it was way, way longer than need to be. <laughs> uh, what? When was it ever named this? Oh, you know what it would have been, lads? By the looks of it, it was the week that we were all off for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> so oh. We really just missed it. Nobody saw it. <laughs> we're not watching any wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it says here... The original title was a very crappy Christmas. AW Dynamite's holiday bash beats NXT's A Very Gargano Christmas. I don't remember any. Of I don't that. remember that. <laughs> I watch NXT like pretty just... like weekly as well, and I there do were no not winners remember. That yeah, week. but we hadn't we hadn't seen our families for a year, so we probably <laughs> the last thing we wanted to do was watch wrestling. When we went home for Christmas. <laughs> oh, but what was that thing a while ago? Do you remember when it was like NXT versus AEW? Yeah, all pale in comparison to the annual showing of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jingle all the ways on. I'm not watching that. Yeah. That's so hmm. good. That's my favorite. Oh, that's Christmas great. Film, right? It's so, so good. Turbo Man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Setsy, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, or the Muppets Christmas Carol Ooh. for the 300th time. Oh, it's tough. But yes, uh, Velveteen Dream, the biggest waste of talent, yeah. I think, in the last, yeah. mm-hmm. let's say, five years at least. 
yeah. think anybody else, I'll probably not say him because I can't be bothered. But Velveteen Dream, you stupid, beautiful human being for being so good in the ring, so good at promos, so good at the display of of visuals and homoeroticism and everything that made wow god look at this character look how yeah. stunning he is nothing can mess this up yeah. fantastic well done yeah mm. never mind <laughs> oh well oh well what school do you go to not the performance center <laughs> uh, the Miz has oh, a no. torn ACL which is the first serious injury he's had in WWE apparently yeah which can't be right he prides I mean, I himself he's on not about, getting injured. Yeah, he's already he? bragged about that, but I mean, mm. no, he's been in the company uh, since 04. Yeah, he's done very, very well. Um, Earlier than that, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I guess his, his style's like pretty safe, I suppose. I think that's what people sort of criticise him for, right? That his style might be yeah, seem but, a little bit that, boring That was the, that stuff, was the Daniel Bryan but, promo, wasn't it? Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, of course it was, yeah. But he's such an asset to them. Like, if they mm-hmm. bring in another bad bunny, who, who are they going to... He's very safe pair of hands. He's like Heath yeah. Slater, but you know, more a different type of character. Mm. I mean, I think Miz. I really enjoy the Miz. He tries his, he gives his all with like everything that they give him storyline wise. But then he will have like the same type of match. But that's what they want. So you know. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I love him. I hope he As recovers. You said he's he's. Uh, I hope doing... he recovers. I hope he recovers quickly. <laughs> yes. Take all I, the time I hope he recovers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, reco- hope he never recovers. Guys, I don't want to... I'm going out on a limb here, but I actually hope he recovers. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. If it's at home going, I don't know what to do. What do you do when you're injured? Does he know <laughs> you can go to hospital? Oh, dear. Kenny Omega versus Andrade, confirmed for Triple Mania. Andrade's first televised match since October 2020. Oh, that's going to be... Wow. wow. Oh, look at Jack rubbing his jaw. I heard that on the camera. Got some nylon. Got static. (laughs) Uh, AEW announces there will be a second TV show. A second. Oh, I see the ones on YouTube. Uh, AEW Rampage. There are too many shows. Yes. (laughs) Agreed. Yes. (laughs) There are too many shows in AEW. Please eliminate three of them. We'll premiere (laughs) later this year on Friday, August 13th. AW programming will air on the station until the end of the year, uh, but will then move over to TBS in 2022. Ooh. TNT will still have some wrestling, though, and AW will host four annual specials on the network. Sorry for the best. If they have more big things to lead up to. Uh, the TNT title will not be renamed. I was going to. I was just about oh, to ask right. that. I was just about okay. to ask that. Strange. Okay, fair enough. We're going to get the TBS title. <laughs> That's what we were talking about on the news yesterday. It just doesn't have the same ring as TNT title, does it? Yeah. No. But then TNT someone else... So, yeah, exactly. Someone <laughs> else mentioned that in the comments, and I didn't even think about that, that TNT, Dynamite, Wiley Coyote's favourite weapon of destruction. ACDC's favourite weapon. Yes, yeah. Um, that would work. I'm just thinking there, imagine if... Imagine if it was the same over here. So if there was a wrestling promotion on UK TV, but it kept on switching channels, so you'd have like the Dave Championship, the Challenge Championship. <laughs> the the Men and Motoring Championship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even just like the Channel 4 Championship. <laughs> that sounds kind of yeah. good, though. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. The yeah, Dave like Javu Championship. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to have to get another laminate sticker for my title belt because we're moving <laughs> brands again. 
Go. There's no doubt that you are the greatest E4 champion that's ever lived. Whoa. You can imagine the E4 championship would be lavish. It'd be extravagant. Yeah. I thought he's going to go for all the all three titles, the tri- Channel 4 Triple Crown, the Channel 4, <laughs> the E4, and the E4 plus one. Whoa. Oh, I thought you say the more four. Oh. Oh, no. That's too many fours. That's a lot of fours. Yeah. Maths is bad. And... That was a lot of news. A lot of stuff with this link on later on, but we'll just move on there and take a break. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. And now for everyone's favourite segment, but not mine this week, uh, the Hall of Fame in condescending order. Oh, it was a slaughter. Nice and spicy, knickknacks, 13%. Good. What? Good. Terrible crisp. Good. Are you oh, actually right, having me on? You're having me on. Taco wow. Bell, 16%. Well, I think the people have spoken. I'll never ring up Taco Bell ever again. Thank you very much. <laughs> Such a winner. Such a mess. Carl, the chance, 69%. Well, that's a landslide, that. Despite, yeah. despite, I feel, you and Adam downplaying the story slightly... He's, the truth of the the inspiration of Carl has shone through, and he's right me on the Hall of Fame. What was the story? He was my taxi driver who I prejudged, like a oh, snob. Oh, that's right. Oh, now I forgot. Jim. Oh, Andrew, you weren't here last week. I weren't. Um, Jack was talking. Jack, Jack basically revealed that he's a, a classist. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can you believe there was a taxi? What happened? What happened? He there was his taxi driver, right? And could you believe it? He did more than just taxis. No, well, that's no, insane. No, he's a go home, no, he's a go home to his, his house that looks that. like a taxi and drink from his taxi no. mug oh, and go, God. hey, the fair's today. It wasn't even late, that. Our taxis <laughs> monthly. Oh, get in me favourite. I got in a taxi with a man who, me and my mate was, and we're both from the northeast as well, yeah. but we were scared of him because he seemed <laughs> like... I'm not a classist, but I was scared of the taxi driver. <laughs> well, yeah, because he immediately had a dispute with my mate over the best way to leave his estate. He was like, yeah, I mean, if I just gone down here, that's quicker, isn't it? And he was like, no, not really, no. And he was like, oh, you're pure, is like, no. And I was like, oh. oh fair enough. Like, I was like, he's like, he was like Buzz, he was like Buzzcocks, if anyone has seen those videos online. Not the band, the character. Mm. Uh, but then, Andrew, we got chatting to him and he was just like, He'd lived a thousand lives, more than we had. When he was 18, he went volunteering in Nepal for eight, uh, six months. Ooh. And he kept on saying, like, I only had to learn about, like, racial sensitivity and disability training and that because while working with kids, obviously, with cerebral palsy and everything. And he was just... What this, a nice guy. He's actually just a very intelligent, very nice guy. But with slightly Newcastle lad tendencies. He was like, <laughs> we used to rent scooters for, like, five rubies and just gone nyom through the mountains. <laughs> he was fan... He was fa- ah, in Nepal. That's amazing. Yeah, the capital of Nepal is Kathmandu, but he didn't think that was a real word. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was like, no, I thought it was like Timbuktu. He was like, well, that's oh. a city and all. I was like, well. Anyway, so that was Carl. And then he, he got picked us up on the way home and we were drunk and we had an even oh, better time. Amazing. We did, I think we did the Metro mission. right? <laughs> anyway. It was a good story and I'm glad people liked it, but it was funny going, hey, can you believe it? I'm like, yeah. He's had a more Tory than Pachidi for once, which is very no, hard to do. No, prompted Pachidi to go, I'm actually more working class than you. Yeah, of in course. In his voice, yes. which... I once spoke to a builder. Which, fair, fair enough, like, <laughs> to be fair, Adam's accent 
makes him sound far posher than he actually is. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it was just this, it was a funny sentence in that voice. I'm actually more working class than yeah. you. If your beard was flat, you know it's like oh, he's well, not. Well, I'll describe it as Adam may have may have grown up in a more working class environment or whatever. But I don't know what the Isle of Wight's like. But on nights out, when he's like winding people, or when he used to be a bit more mischievous a few years ago, in pop world and that, he'd be winding up strangers and stuff. And very much Adam was giving off the energy of a man who's never been punched in the face before. And I just think, <laughs> and I just think, you know, I just felt like it says a lot. But I wish, I, you know, when you wish you'd said something, but it's a week later now and he's not here, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Anyway, he's gone back to the Isle of Wight. He's gone back to see his family, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, is that why he's not here? Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's gone for a, he's finally managed to get home. They've been oh. vaccinated, so it's all good. Oh, that's good. They can punch Ooh. him in the face. Uh, so you won <laughs> last week, Jack, or this week, I guess. What is your pick? She you drink a um, Sorry about that. Um, oh, sorry, just the audio people. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I've not really got one. And usually when I panic and just think of one, it's obvious, it's often like the concept of whatever. I'll go for, you know what? I might, I might even go for a wrestling one. I, th- I know it's, it's, it's beyond comprehension. I'm going to go for uh, Eurovision, the Eurovision Song Contest, because I'm missing it this year and I'm absolutely devastated by that. I'll nominate a specific, my favourite Eurovision entry of all time, which oh, okay. I believe is Lithuania from about 2006, may have been Moldova, but I think it was Lithuania. And they did a song called We Are the Winners of Eurovision. Oh, God, I remember that one. They didn't win. Um, (laughs) But it's fantastic. No, I don't. They're not being. They got booed. They got heel heat at Eurovision. (laughs) Yeah. Which takes some doing. And the song was just them, but quite cheekily going, We are the winners of Eurovision. We are. We are. 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 (laughs) So good. (laughs) And then a bloke who looks like Matt Lucas in a suit just starts going, Starts dancing madly. Oh, that sounds so good. So vote, 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 vote for the winners. It's absolutely brilliant. And then they, they finish with a big finale and they're all stood there like that and it's just... <laughs> good. I love... No, I love them. What's wrong with that? Oh. You've got to back yourself. <laughs> was it Gwar? Were they on Eurovision? Is that... Do you remember Not like Lord, that Lordy. That was it, Lordy. That was. Oh Lordy. no, they won. They won. Yeah, they were, they were the winners cool. of Eurovision. That's the only. I don't really. I well, I don't watch Eurovision, but that's the only thing yeah. I remember from Eurovision. Hard Rock Hallelujah. That was it. Hallelujah. No, I was excited the for Little Big you... doing this year, but then they uh, pulled themselves. And then they. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are the winners. Was in 2006, and it was the Lithuanian entry. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant song. Nice. Everyone check it out. I feel like them now. Sorry, I feel like them now because they clean. Oh, we've just seen the Germans and they're way better than this year. Ah, it's just just throw it in. Let's just do the worst song possible. My lovely horse. Yeah, Yeah, right. right. But that's how I feel now because there's no way Eurovision's not winning this Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. no. Don't say that. Don't say that. It's got it in the bag. Don't say that. Why don't you both nominate a different Eurovision song? Uh, You can see. All okay. I know is Lord, Lord, Lord D. Lord. You might, you might know some other songs that have become... <laughs> Lord, 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 whatever. <laughs> ABBA did a Eurovision song. Maybe it was Waterloo. Did they? Really? Yeah, ABBA, ABBA won Eurovision. They were like East Germany. They came to the football for a while, oh. didn't they? West Germany, sorry. 
Oops. Well, yeah, West Germany. Um, of course, other obviously representing Sweden, neither Germany. But I, I'm just. I know. I, know, I, mean, I, know, I, know, I don't know, know why went. I went with that. That's, I like, the, that's how good they were. <laughs> I, I was just. Uh, but anyway. you'll know some, Andrew. You might know Bucks Fizz. Bucks, Bucks Fizz. I, yeah. Making your mind up when they mm-hmm. ripped the skirts off like Miss Elizabeth. Whoa. And everyone reacted like it was. Because it was that sort of time. So everyone was like, legs on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Angry uh, Victorian dad switching the TVs off going, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daz Sampson, teenage life. Adam Cheese's personal friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he puts it on in office sometimes. Trying to think of any other big ones. Oh, Kisses is, for me, Brotherhood of Man. Go on. I've got one. Uh, a Bit of Peace by Nicole. Ambition, freedom, ambition, oh, German. freedom. Yeah, she did it in English as well, but I like the German one. A German woman won with quite a big one. Satellite. Um, Baby, do you know, you're do, a satellite. No. Do, do you remember the song Euphoria? Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a very boring EDM track. <laughs> that won Eurovision. Oh, cool. And I'll I'll drop in one, just one more. Oh, go on. Go on. Oh, go on, Matthew. What was the English... Oh, I have to go Google it, but there was an English um, Eurovision hopeful team that played at our school. Oh, not Gemini. No. Was oh. it the flight attendants? No, no, I'll remember oh. that. Um, it wasn't Jordan either. Um, <laughs> I, have to, I have to Google, sorry. That's all right. I, I, what Didn't the, win. What's the one other famous Eurovision song that I just thought? Do you remember that song, Fly on the Wings of Love? Fly on the Wings of Love. Oh, my God, yeah. That was on, like, every single club like CD. Trans, yeah, well, yeah, the original yeah. is actually an acoustic by two, like, bearded Danish blokes on a guitar. Really? Played that at Eurovision, yeah, and it's more like, Fly on the Wings of Love. It's lovely. That's another accent. <laughs> of can, you, can you sing the whole thing for us? <laughs> no. Oh, but obviously, because I'm from Newcastle and that, I prefer, like, the... In the night I stay, sleeps I pray. Every time we touch, I get yeah. to feel it. <laughs> Pretty green eye. <laughs> never have to be, never have to be. Fire. Wait a minute. We were doing trance. Have you gone back to the German? Oh, you're doing scooter. I was doing scooter, sorry. Yes. You've mixed the German. Mood. I'm very sorry. No, no, you've mixed German and Newcastle in one. Whoa. Do you know, Matthew... That not yes. many people south of this area know Children of the Night by Nakatomi. What? No, no. That was no, that no. was like the school disco <laughs> anthem. <laughs> that like Smurf high pitch. We are the children yeah. of the, the night. night. Oh, yeah, exactly, Andrew. It's reached York. Never does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's getting there. We need to find the cut-off point for Children of the Night. That's ma- It's because, right, like every single Wednesday when I was a kid, we used to go to Morrison's, my mum and dad, not trans people at all, but they'd get like the Clubland, you know, Clubland 15. Oh, next year, Clubland 16. Like really? get all them. And that would be our soundtrack going to Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> what car was it? This is crucial. It was a Toyota, uh, what was it then? A Toyota Avensis, probably. That's the, oh. my, my dad's weird. He's like very, he just like, what car are you getting next, dad? Toyota Avensis. Yeah. Nice. Oh, just okay. like all the time. So, yeah. Fair Good play. story, that. Sorry. Good Sorry, story, I'll, that. I'll pass on. I've, this, we've lingered far too long on my Eurovision one, but I'm, I'm nominating. We are the winners of Eurovision by Lithuania in 2006. Nice. Thank you. 
I'm he still tempted to do another Eurovision song. Oh, yeah. Because there's not, I've, nothing else. It's going to be, ooh, Taco Bell, Mushy Peas, possibly. No, I'm going <laughs> to... But then it's like, aha, I want to win, but I can't pick. Oh, I know. Popular Eurovision songs, chance of winning, Epic Sax Guy. Oh, nice, oh, nice choice. Oh, nice. That's ben, a big choice. Yeah. That's a very good choice, and that's all they all they played for some reason. He was very thrusty, wasn't he? With yeah. The yeah, and then they've got they put like they put like a seal doing it. You seen the seal in the in the he wall that spins around? He's he's never in your vision. But no, not, I saw not that. that seal. <laughs> it was amazing. They got a, they got a... <laughs> I'll stop now. I hate that song. I seal you great. Oh, I know you do. Can you, can you can you go in this big pool we've got at Eurovision and do this? <laughs> Just what? Around. Yeah, it was miscommunication. We actually wanted an actual seal, but you showed up. It's actually really awkward. This is like something that would happen on like extras. They're trying to book seal, <laughs> yeah. but they an actual. No, you bought seal. the singer seal. Yeah, it's a singing. It's Eurovision. Why would you, you want an actual seal? Could be more specific there. We Pop just need. A, can we, can we all write a sitcom? We've got that's we one have. episode. We've got no other blueprint apart from that. <laughs> yeah. we, can, we can work it out from then on. Yeah, we have to. We like Ole Anderson booking. We can we'll write it, the punchline and then work backwards. Yeah, uh, we'll call it like seal, <laughs> seal of approval or something, and then we'll oh, go from there. Yeah. Oh, Jack! So you're sorting out Eurovision this year? That's fantastic. <laughs> Apparently, you're allowed to have one American singer and also an animal. <laughs> well, uh, that sounds all right, says Jack. I'd, I'm sure this won't come up in an awkward situation <laughs> later on. I've got a horrible feeling that Seal isn't American. But he's not. Whatever he is, basically Eurovision now, as many people Seal. point out, is basically it's no longer Europe. Europe. It's now every other country apart from America. Wow, I did not I know this. Allege apparently Seal is English. Yeah, th- there was a video going round of him, be- like, standing no. in Manchester City Centre, just playing guitar and singing. Oh, no, someone play guitar, and then Seal comes up and just, like, sings with him. Do you know what well, well, is English? Wacky, spontaneous things that happens. Um... <laughs> and when I learned they were English, I, I was so surprised. Is... Seal's English? I know. But he do can know do Eurovision then. This is he perfect. The Seal is safe. Why don't we just end the Seal? We'd win again. We'd win. <laughs> we just end, why don't we just end the Seal? We ended blue and it didn't work, but Seal's different. Mm. Well, I'm trying to think, why different. would I think he's not Brit- he's not from London? I thought Baby! he was either, I thought oh, he was either American or German. I don't know why. German. And he went out with Heidi Klum for a bit. Oh, there you go. Or he's still. Do you know what else is English? And I always thought they were American. Uh, Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Oh. Yeah, English. No Couldn't way. Yeah, I know. Return what a tune. of the Mac. Ah, oh, what a tune. Well, good. Nominate that. <laughs> yeah. So mine is. Once again. No. Yeah, go on. My mom <laughs> was epic sax guy and I got distracted by everything. Um, Gillian, Gillian Anderson, she was confused me because I thought she was, she's like more British than she is. Uh, is Canadian? But she only ever does. This is a very boring tangent. I will stop talking now. Um, Andrew Hodkinson, what is your yes. pick? My pick is, it's actually musical related as well. So like, um, I'm gonna nominate this wonderful instrument right oh, here, no. oh, the automaton. Yeah. So um, I was at the weekend. I was watching. Um, I was watching Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest with uh, Joski, who's a fan of the channel and a good friend as well. We were sat there. We were just watching it all. And then the the uh, composer of Final Fantasy music and stuff comes up on stage, gets one of these bad lads out, and just starts wailing on it like. And it was. I've always wanted one. 
And I'm glad that I've got one because it was the it was the best thing watching them do it. But it is one of the hardest instruments I've ever tried to learn ever. You're a, you can play instruments also. You're not just mm-hmm. saying that as a, a rube. No, I'm I'm being genuine. Like I enjoy <laughs> finding something and uh, an instrument and just being like, oh, I wonder if I can give that a go. Get something out of it. This is well hard, right? On. Like, uh, are you ready? Yeah. Might get DMC DMC aired or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, be so good. good. Oh. Wait. <laughs> is that? Oh, you've got I a got bit, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I think the, I think the, the uh, mic like treated that. that as. Uh... But I, I think I can guess what it, I think guess what it is. Go on. Is it Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? No, but it could be. So, I thought it was Dirty. Yeah, that was it. That was it. You can. I was thinking then as well. Do you know, like, obviously, we were saying uh, loads of New Jack stuff isn't on WWE because of the theme song. <laughs> you could just be like. <laughs> that was good. Oh, I thought you were going to say this should, it, it should go back to the WWE Network and replace Natural Born Killers and replace it with somebody. I'll go go, yeah, New Jack <laughs> Shrek comes bursting out the from, from the back. <laughs> Would that be the least fitting New Jack song? Maybe I've what? never thought about no. overdub. But what's the best theme to overdub New Jack's theme with? That this? might be a thing for Twitter now. Like, yeah, that or the uh, <laughs> when you said um, the composer for Final Fantasy was that Nobu? Uh, no, uh, uh, Circle. Not really outdated now with that reference. My my mate from school. He went off to a different... He went to York Uni, so he might have seen mm. Longboy, actually. I'm not sure. Oh. But, um, the Duck. Yeah. But, uh, Anybody nominate oh, him? Yeah, he won the other oh, week. he won, man. Yeah. Um, but he, him and... When I went... You know when you go and visit your mate at a different uni and you're the exciting new kid? Mm-hmm. Um, so we were pre-drinking and they put on a playlist which Charlie Brooker had put on Spotify called, like, Natural Contraception or something like that. Like, the unsexiest playlist ever. And I think that one of those songs would be the worst New Jack song, which was a like a Christian kids choir song called Deep and Wide. And it was deep and wide, deep and wide. There's a fountain flowing deep and wide. No, that would work for him because like he's deep and wide cutting yeah. people. There's a fountain flowing from him. Yeah. True. Very, yeah. then, uh, what what we're going to do in the match? Let's call the match, Master said Deep and wide. <laughs> after deep. the first verse... I don't know why it is, but after the first verse, then the kids start going like, hmm, and why? Like they, keep, they take away one word each time, and eventually they end up going like, hmm, and hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. It's absolutely despicable. It's awful. Oh, that's good, that. Yeah. That's awesome. Fountain flowing deep and high. Our God is an awesome God. It's New Jack. Oh. Yeah. I'm a spring chicken. I'm yellow and small. My feathers are fluffy oh, and they keep me warm. <laughs> New Jack, New Jack, the fastest milkman in the West. <laughs> it was on a starry night <laughs> when the hills were... <laughs> do, any other, do other countries know that song? I hope so. For anyone um, watching. Because all the UK kids at the middle of... They're going, yeah. oh, it's that song from Primary yeah. School. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have the children of the night, they played that. Yeah. <laughs> New Jack just coming out. <sighs> Pretty green eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, automaton. Well, but I yeah. just want to point out, we're not disrespecting the memory of New Jack. We're just being absurd. We're yes. not. Yes, we're not... being absurd. Yes. New Jack would have loved this discussion. He would. Um, Did... Yeah. 
By the way, on that note, did you did you guys ever had a, a school song that you no. sing? Because we had, I can't remember. I still believe this. We gotta, you gotta have teamwork, working together. We can get the job done right. It's all down to like the builder. Is your school a set? Is your school like a kids' TV show? No that need to. First, oh my god! Day. Yeah, you're right. A no musical. need to first or fight. Because when you use teamwork, done, it comes out right. And then some no. of the naughty kids who look Whoa. at each other and go, comes out. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> did you guys do that? If you did, like, no. you did we did school assemblies and, and the yeah. singing stuff, well, but we never hymns. had like a specific, a, a specific, a specific one that I'm was like Im- for us. Like, I'm just imagining all the kids arriving at school, like the opening of The Simpsons or something. Like, a car pulls up <laughs> and a bike and says, "Teamwork." Yeah. Everyone's heading into school at different times, all like yeah. coming and merging and coming at the part of the song. Uh, teamwork. One no. by one, turning to the camera, like they're arguing with someone. Oh, then like, no. yeah. <laughs> What a bad Hall of Fame segment. I'm, I feel like good. I've primarily yes. derailed this segment. No, I like this. We've, we've been taught by the best. So, Andrew, what was your Hall of Fame pick? <coughs> it's just Automaton, this wonderful instrument. That's how it's called, an automaton. An automaton. Look, you can squeeze its mouth. Good, that. Oh. That's good. It is good. Uh, thank you. You make that noise when I squeeze your mouth. So, <laughs> the Hall of Fame picks, in case it, you've gone away for half now and come back, are Jack is nominating his favourite Eurovision song. Which is we are the winners of Eurovision. <laughs> the winners are, of Eurovision. By, do, you, do you know the name of the the, the team? The, it was Lithuania, but I think they were called LT United. I've just seen there. <laughs> LT. Right. That's a football team. Well, they they were very. Headline like, WrestleMania. It was like a football chant. <laughs> it was like a football chant. <laughs> LT United. Um, they were created in 2006 <laughs> for the sole for the sole purpose of representing Lithuania. <laughs> Oh, really? Band. Oh, they want an existing band? Oh, that's great. Uh, mine is Epic Sax Guy, yes. Eurovision, um, also known as... Uh, where are we at? Uh, no. It doesn't even say the name of the band. Oh, Sunstroke Project. Okay. Yeah, me neither. The name of that band. And Andrews is picking the Kirby instrument. Because <laughs> if you put down anything else, some people go, What? So you have to appreciate some people don't yeah. actually watch the podcast. Yes, and after the last twenty minutes, who can blame them? So those are the three <laughs> picks. And if you want to go to any one of those and put them up on the first place, then you can by going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Start off with SmackDown because that came first. Uh, Jay Uso introduces Roman Reigns to open the show. Roman dismisses Cesaro as a threat before turning his attention to Jimmy, who interrupts. Jimmy annoys Roman, saying he doesn't think he can beat Cesaro at Backlash. Roman suggests Jimmy prove he's the man around here by calling out Cesaro, which he does. Cesaro accepts the challenge for later tonight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've not got, much to, not got much to say about no. that. <laughs> uh, Natalia. Oh, and why would we win? Natalia and Tamina... Of all the weeks for Ross to take off, beat oh. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler to become the women's tag champs. They get a post-match interview in the ring and actual pyro as well. Mm. The finish to this was something else. Uh, because usually when people write down, uh, here's an idea for a match finish. And you go, all right, that, that'll look good if done right. Nia Jax gave Natalia a Samoan drop. And then she stayed down <laughs> like a turtle on its back, waiting <laughs> for Tamina to splash her. It looked rubbish. That was the finish. I guess that's appropriate. I know that uh, Ross loves this. It's the women's tag division. Uh, some of these women are great in singles, but as soon as they go there, 
They're terrible. I don't know why. Don't know what it is about it. Uh, that's me being negative. Jack, you may have something positive to say about this. Andrew? <laughs> Uh, I, I so I was like catching up with stuff, and I had uh, like segments and stuff on about one point seven five speed, and even still, then it looked like it took Nia Jax. It, she was just led down after that. But I mean, hopefully, this is a, a like a a point in the right direction now. I think get, I, I really want to see Shayna Bezler just be a single star again. And I really want to see a feud with uh, Rhea Ripley and sort of like reignite some of the stuff that they had in NXT. Um, I think that would make sort of sense. Storyline-wise, there's still stuff there. But um, I'm just like, I'm really happy that Tamina's finally done it. And True. Hopefully now that hopefully now that we've got the belts on, on, on another team, we'll start getting some good matches, some good tag matches out of out of other people too. So hopefully this is a is a positive. I, I'm, I'm seeing it as a positive, like a new era. Tamina's got a belt. Natalia's got the belt. New start, fresh start. Let's uh, let's kick it off, get the woo-woos going for the Tamina Woo-woo. train. That's right. The Tamina era has begun. Apollo Crews is here to present the Nigerian Medal of Honor to Commander Aziz. Uh, Biggie interrupts the ceremony from the Tron to remind us that this feud is still going. <laughs> Sami Zayn makes his entrance to suck up to Apollo and ask for a title shot, but he's chasing the ring by the rival of Kevin Owens. Everybody brawls. Big E suddenly turns up in person to join in. He stands tall, but Aziz pulls Apollo out the ring before Big E can get his hands on him. Then later on, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville book a four-way match for the IC title next week. Apollo, Big E, Owens, Zayn. Mm. Yeah. Very weirdly, <laughs> weird. You know, it was very, it was very raw like the promo parade segments, but mm. they, they was like they were trying to do it in a bit of a different way, and it just came across a little bit convoluted for me. Do you think they're doing this like, cool, we don't know who's going to get fired next, <laughs> so let's just keep these feuds going until we know that we can move on. Maybe. Sometimes, sometimes I honestly feel like WWE forget to end feuds. Mm. Like they just that's, that's been a big criticism of them for years. It's like, this feud must continue. You're like, oh... But I, really? yeah, I get I get that the feud's gone too long sometimes. But sometimes I feel like honestly they just forget to end them. I just like what, what are you doing this week? Have a segment with the bloke you're feuding with. Mm. And you think when's it gonna end? Maybe next week when or oh, where where are we now? This week yeah, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah. Tonight, tonight, yeah. tonight, this very tonight, night. This very night. Maybe it maybe it ends then. Maybe there's just like obviously a big bluff between them all and then that's it. Do you reckon? Mm. Or do you reckon it's still gonna keep going with Big E? I think it's still going to keep going for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Ray beats Ziggler in singles action. And it's a weird thing about that was Ziggler's first moment when he became a, a respected, respectful-ish dude in WWE was SummerSlam 09. No, just me though. Why what? It's just that, like Ray versus Dolph is still happening in 2021, but like like when Ziggler was up and comer and oh, was like, that against oh, Ray? Think, Hi, ah. I'm Dolph Ziggler, and SummerSlam on that was that to me was when Ziggler became respected. Was that against Ray? Yeah. Oh, oh right, okay, okay. Sorry, I don't think I said that very well. Uh, backstage, Dolph and Rude try to ridicule Dominic, but he says that he can call them all the names they want because on Sunday they'll be calling him champ. Go on, Dolph. Go on. And they're like, we're going to beat the hell out of you on the pre-show just <laughs> yeah. for that. And Dom's like, oh, please don't. It didn't work. Michael Cole interrupts Bianca Belair. Sorry, interviews Bianca Belair in the ring. <laughs> wait one <laughs> second. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> but they're interrupted by Bailey. There we go, on the Tron. 
She says that she used to be like Belair, all sequins and ponytails, looking for attention. But Belair's fairy tale will end on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Bailey's good, man. Like yeah, she, she's I like evil that. now because her hair's messed. Mm. Uh, the hair really, really suits her. You know, when yeah, you see I think a, so. You know, when you see someone with a different hairstyle or a different look, somehow you're like, that really suits them. I'm like, Bailey suits that hairstyle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Baron it frames Corbin. her face really nicely. That's it. It's all about the framing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin beats Nakamura, who reversing a submission into a pinfall. He throws uh, Nakamura out of the ring, but he comes back and hits him with a Kinshasa before sealing Corbin's crown. It's also the same week Nakamura did an interview and said that he's still struggling with WWE. <laughs> I don't talk to Vince. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we can tell. Yeah. Uh, we oh. get another Alistair Black vignette where he talks about how rubbish we are compared to him. He's I didn't know how, I didn't know how else to put it. I didn't know how to put it. Because he's, he's doing yeah. a combination of arrogant heel and spooky heel at the same time. Mm. The, the, the cocky ghost, Alistair Black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're dirty steel. He's a participant. We are spectators, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's, yeah I think they change it up slightly so people say, look, can you stop saying he's Garth Marenghi? <laughs> Keep saying he's Garth Marenghi. That's my favourite yeah. bit about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I liked. I hope he hits people with his big book. Yeah. <laughs> and just go, now in maggots. Yeah. Maggots. Maggots <laughs> with each hit. And pauses. Maggots. Maggots. <laughs> Jimmy Uso faces Cesaro in the main event, but Roman attacks Cesaro midway through the match. Jimmy is annoyed, saying he had the match won, and he refuses he to help... He that was a lie, by the way. <laughs> Cesaro's battering him. Yeah. And he refuses to help Jay and Roman beat down Cesaro. Cesaro fights back, so Jimmy gets on the apron, but Cesaro kicks him off. Roman bails to the ramp as Cesaro hits the neutralizer on Jay in the ring, with Reigns not wanting to get involved. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Which Shook. Seg- ooh. Yeah, which segs... Segs nicely into WrestleMania backlash. The next night, WrestleMania. WrestleMania backlash, backlash. as Adnan introduced the show. The first time WrestleMania has been in the name of a non-WrestleMania paper. Why is that an achievement? Yeah. <laughs> you you chose to do that. One accomplishment. We named it that. All right. Yeah. On the pre-show, Sheamus issues a non-title open challenge, which is answered by Ricochet. Seamus wins by obliterating Ricochet, but then Ricochet attacks him afterwards and does a little dance in Seamus's hat and jacket. And then Ricochet's like, it's not over. It <laughs> yeah, was he, over. Yeah, he won that you segment, lost. Ricochet. He did. No, Ricochet was, served him. It was dabbing and everything in that court. He, he, I've got your hat and jacket. He, he, he. He, he, served, he served him. Yeah. What the, that served. was the LA sign. Oh, I don't know yeah, why I've right, done right. I was trying to think of cool things to do and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So I've done that a few times and I didn't know what else to do. Is that Cena's? That's Cena, it? word it's life. Word yeah. life. Yo. Um, I can't think of any more cool poses. That's a cool, that's a good one. <laughs> they did a tribute. New Jack. And then <laughs> yeah. and Smash Mouth started playing. And I was like, oh yeah, fair enough. So what... Why have we got this happening at the same time as Nakamura stealing Corbin's hat crown? There's two of these going on at the same time. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, you know. Uh, why, why Why stop a winning formula? Well, yeah. Yeah. If you look at the graph for SmackDown, that bit where he stole his crown, it's like a spike. And then <laughs> oh. it's, like that, it's like that Kevin Nash segment in Impact where he does the graph yeah. of champions and how <laughs> yeah. much they drew and he's like oh, yeah. get, get the note because do more stuff stealing hats 
So he turns, <laughs> turns into Team Fortress 2. Uh-huh. Uh, backstage, the Dirty Dogs, also the Top Dogs, <laughs> show up and injure Dominic. Yep. Who could blame them? And then oh. on the main show, Rhea Ripley retains the Raw Women's title, pinning Asuka with the Riptide after Charlotte Flair is knocked to the floor. She taunts Charlotte afterwards like Nelson Muntz. She uh, really uh, was like Nelson yeah. Muntz. Oh, yeah. I think this was a good triple threat match to, for the first 10 minutes or so. It was like, all right, then there's a spot, and then there's a spot. But if you watch a few of these, you end up like, okay, now it's going to happen. Oh, that. But in the last few minutes, it really picked up. Yeah. It was like, yeah, oh, wait, yeah. who mm-hmm. is going to win this? Oh, now I'm excited. I don't think, I don't think I was, um, I don't think I was casting too critical an eye over the finish because immediately after the match, I looked on Twitter and people were saying, Charlotte just let her, like she didn't get in the ring as quickly as she could have done sort of mm. thing. Apparently she must have been like on her feet but not doing anything. But I didn't notice, so I don't know. Because, Jack, she was getting ready to do the, ah, you got me, kid. Yeah, she never, <laughs> although she, no, she was annoyed this time. She she was annoyed at losing this time. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sad am I. <laughs> and what do you think, Andrew? Um, I yeah, I, I I thought it was a good match. The the thing is, I I just don't feel like Rhea's hit a stride yet on the main roster. I think I don't know if she's just trying to find a foot in a little bit. But I think when she does, she's gonna be um, a really good champion, a really great champion. Um, but yeah, and and I guess to put her in the ring straight away with like Asuka and Charlotte Flair is is supposedly you know that's gonna help her uh, get better and get more confidence and stuff. She so. is gonna be a sick AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did oh, you yeah. say AEW? Yeah. Was oh, little... you got oh, yeah. uh, the jips on a Friday morning. Uh, no. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Uh, Rey Mysterio tells Dominic he should stay backstage because he's too injured to wrestle. Uh, Dominic does, doesn't go, wait, coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray heads out on his own to face Ziggler and Rude, but is clearly outmatched. Uh, some sweet double teams from the Dirty Dogs. Oh, yes. Going mm. the one the outside into the super kick. Ooh, yeah. Wheel wheelbarrow famous. Yeah, that was it. That oh man, mm. they were battering him. Uh, but then a beat up Dominic heads the ring and helps Ray turn the tide, kinda, before pinning Rude of a frog splash. It was funny because on paper this meant like Ray Mysterio gets beat up right, and then Dom comes and makes a big save. But he didn't. He's more of a hindrance. Ray was like, I had this match. <laughs> I was I was doing all right actually because I'm Ray Mysterio and I'm really hard to beat. Uh, I'm half metal at this point. <laughs> I can't. I can't swim anymore because I hit the bottom of the floor. <laughs> but oh, me, me son's here. Oh no, the dodgy ribs and everything. And he tagged in, got beat up a bit more. But then, with the injured ribs, he still hit the frog splash. One, two, three. New SmackDown Tag Champions. And then Rain Dom cut emotional promo afterwards, being the first father-son duo to win the tag titles. Nice. It was a very nice moment. I wish there'd mm-hmm. been fans there for it. Yeah. Yeah. Also. I listened to uh, the Observer review of it. It was Alvarez and not Meltzer. It was like one of the other ones that he does. It was either Vinny or Sempervivi or one of the, you know, one of the other ones. And um, I'm sure Brian appreciates that. They absolutely laid into this match. You know, they laid into this match. Yeah. You know, Alvarez will lay into the match when he's with the lads, but then when he's with Daddy Meltzer, he calms down a bit and he's like, Dave, it wasn't that good, Dave. And then he'll just... Meltzer will just talk him into submission. <laughs> but when he's with Sempervivi and the boys, he's all hyped up. You know, he's got away from the wife or something. I don't know. He's just like, he's just like, he's like a bloke on a night out when he's got away from the wife. Um, 
Meltzer's the wife. Um, or his actual wife, I don't know. But um, they laid into the match saying the structure was awful and there were so many hot tags that resulted in them getting beaten down. But I liked that. I thought mm-hmm. it was an entertaining match. Yeah, you good. can't be too analytical about wrestling. And Sometimes. if you are that way out in the clue, then they would have loved the rest of the show. So don't worry. Like, <laughs> we'll get to that. And I don't mean to slag off Alvarez. He's a beautiful little man. No. <laughs> yeah, he I is. He should. No, no, he is a beautiful man. But you should He's also a beautiful man. Him. He looks so young for his age. How old is he? I don't know, but he looks. 60. But he look. But he looks like nine. He looks like nineteen though. Nah, his hair's gone a bit. This I hate to bring it up, but like no, he it has, hasn't. He shaved, like... No, he shaved his head. What? You've not seen him recently. He but he didn't head. need to. He had thick, luscious locks. <laughs> well, Do I hear the story though? Whoa. I mean, I'm not like, haha. Now you look old. No, he's been on. He's had a hell of a run. Looking. The story is unconfirmed because all all the news are I. I get from Sean Ross Sapp. So if he tweeted it, it's real. If he hasn't tweeted, it's not real. That Brian Alvarez was ID'd at his own wedding. <laughs> so, just saying, well done. Well done. It turns ID'd. out being healthy and eating well is good for you. I don't, I don't believe it. Not to always lies. The first time it's ever happened to me the other day, got ID'd and she said, she, she did the thing that you hear about people getting told, but I've never had it before. And this time... It happened to me where she ID'd me and then went, oh, oh, sorry. Like, I thought, oh, you look you look really young. And I was like, well, thank you. And then she was like, you're older than me. And I was like, oh, my uh, oh, God. Wow. <laughs> and she was haggard. No, 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 no. No, but I was just like, why have you said this? It's meant to be a nice thing to say, I think. But yeah. it made me yeah. feel old. I got ID'd for a tango once. <laughs> How? I went. I just went to the garage. I got. Do you remember when Tango were doing like those foam drink things, and you used to spray it, and it was like a foam. Okay. I I just went up to the thing and was like, and she was like, "You got an AID?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm about a twenty year old man, but yeah, I'll get my uh, ID out and show you." And I got ID'd for a Legend of Zelda game as well in Argos one Are time. Are they like seven? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I had to go and get, because I didn't have a, I didn't have an ID, like a proper one at that point. I must have been like 17 or 18. So I had to get my dad to go and get it for me. How hardcore was this Zelda game? Was it wasn't even that bad. It was Skyward Sword. So it's got like oh, flying birds and stuff. Was this GTA Hyrule feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack, you know your video get games. It is. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Each one of these people who's just like, oh, it's a video game. They're all violent. Yeah. <laughs> Again, tango. Mental. For people I didn't even who don't know, you know could tango is just a, a fizzy drink. Yeah. yeah. Is there caffeine in it? Is there uh, alcohol in it? Does your mummy like you drink sugary drinks, young man? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's all the numbers in this, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, well, from one, one ridiculous to the other, John Morrison looks inside the Lumberjacks locker room ahead of Miz versus Priest. There are zombies inside. All right. <laughs> Morrison tries to warn Miz, but he doesn't believe him. They head to the ring and are quickly surrounded by zombie lumberjacks. Ooh, Miz and Priest have their match. Occasionally break off the beat-up zombies on the outside. Morrison does the same bit with his sweet parkour skills, but is eventually dragged behind the crowd barrier to his death. In the ring, Priest beats Miz and gets out there, while Miz is swarmed by zombies and devoured. You are dead. Appears Miz, in yeah. Miz is being eaten in the ring and Priest goes, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care. Pose. 
And then uh, apparently, I missed this, but on. Owen said that when he shot the arrow, Batista's film yeah. logo appeared. It's <laughs> Army of the Dead that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when they did the intro to the pay-per-view, I'll call it pay-per-view, you know what I mean, um, and it said, like, you know, Batista doing the voiceover, and it's like, oh, cool, that's nice. Why is that? Oh, because he's doing uh, Thingy of the Dead. Zack Snyder, blah, 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 and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, that's pretty tongue-in-cheek getting Batista to do a voiceover. For the intro, which it doubles as a plug, mm-hmm. like, the audacity of WWE, I smiled because the nerve of them to have the intro as a commercial because God knows there's not enough commercials on this thing that you're paying nine ninety nine for a month, just saying. Mm. And then this match started. I'm like, oh, it's a tie-in. This is a commercial as well. You get, and I wasn't okay. The zombie stuff, that's you know whatever. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not that concerned about it. Over the fact that a match, an actual match, that's supposed to be for a few that they're supposed to be bigging up somebody, which is like, no, no, we're gonna we're gonna turn this into a plug. Yeah, yeah. yeah we know you paid for this. I mean, all, all, all the matches one day will be like this. What on was... um, on WWE Lugs presents WrestleMania. Was the... With Snickers, man. <laughs> Feeding the Miz. Was the KFC match on like a kickoff show or something? Remember that one? Yeah, yeah I do remember that one. That was a kickoff. That was not on the pay-per-view. The, fa- the fans' KFC experience. Mm. Yeah. Where all the fans looked very much oh, like... Oh, that one. Trading oh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. They were like yeah. sat sat around watching, weren't oh, they? Yeah. Just eating buckets of chicken. Oh, yeah, not the Ziggler one. Not the... That's what I thought you meant. No, no. I forgot about that one, mate. Sorry, two seconds. Yeah, the fans were there watching. And they're like, wow, these fans have a great view and they're enjoying some delicious KFC. And then the fans are like, jack, like they're huge. huge yeah. like... It's all that chicken protein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they also oh looked like wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. That was the Raw tag team title match at TLC between the Viking Raiders though. and the OC. Oh my God, yeah. That was a tag title match. <laughs> Yeah, do you remember when Drake Maverick wet himself? I've just forgotten about that. (laughs) He wet himself and went, God, I wish I could watch Land of the Dead. Was that on the Uh, pre-show? No. Surely. No, that was on the main card. Wow. That could have happened like two months ago. (laughs) Where's the the past few years gone? That is staggering. So yeah, that's my that's my point. The, the audacity and nerve. I think we have to complain about these things so they don't go. Oh, oh you guys don't like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll do less of it then in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, the zombies, uh, priest and Miz, who have this long feud. They 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 came together because you know they didn't want to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did the back-to-back thing. They did. Yeah! <laughs> You're not so bad, kid. You're we not so bad with horses. <laughs> I can't believe I die fighting alongside an elf or whatever. <laughs> Morrison about, gets about next to a friend? No, that's much worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will, you, will you fight these zombies with me as a friend? No, but maybe a partner. <laughs> oh! Because he, he's the rookie who he's been hazing all, all film, but now he respects him. They... Senpai. Ugh. Yeah. David Priest, I'm getting too old for this. And it's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> oh, Morrison. When Morrison started parkouring the zombies, I was like, no, what is this? And, they and even then had he the, died. They had the one big, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had the one big zombie who was even bigger than Priest. And then he 
you had to kick him instead of punch him. It's just like in the video games, you've been going up against the same regular zombie all this time, and you're like, ah, I got this down. And then yeah. the big burly boy comes out, and you're like, oh, how do I take this bullet sponge down? Yeah. It reminded me of in Raiders of the Lost Ark when the big guy's swinging the sword around, and then Indiana Jones just shoots him. That's, yeah. always, that's a great scene. I'll tell you, though, if, if this was the time Damien Priest went, all right, actual zombies, it gets out a proper bow and arrow, starts doing <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, mate. Uh, also, allegedly, one of the zombies was Scotty Too Hotty. No. What? That's what You're I joking. Like. Anyone else saw on that? Oh, was, was this me getting like. One of them. Trolled? I think one of them was like a CZW champion or something. I was going to say, yeah, well. the other person was. Uh, yeah, there we go. Resting News and Resting Inc. Fall One Mania. There we go. Few. Uh, said that Scotty Too Hotty was one of the zombies. And also, wow. yeah, Joe Gacy making That's his it. Yeah. WWE debut appearance. Former okay. ZZW world champ. That face, then. Well, I, I said on Twitter, yeah. that, I know, I just, I don't know what I think of it. I mean, I wrote what I think of it on the website. Check out my article on cultaholic.com. Right. Uh, but it's going to be, I, I tweeted, it's going to be the new hanging off your gangster car, what Punk said to Cena. Like, in years to come, someone will be feuding with Miz. Oh. Mm. I was haunting you as a zombie. <laughs> Not haunting, oh. you know what I mean. I was scaring you. Yeah. I was eating your flesh as a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then Miz people got who didn't in- watch that went, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah. Missed that match. But then Miz got injured, so that's a shame as well. Oh, those zombies especially, don't know how to work. Especially <laughs> yeah. it, well, especially because it was in such a pointless match. Mm. It's a shame. Oh, yeah. I just realised, yeah. Yeah. All the matches he's had, the match he gets injured in is the, it's the zombie match. Well, of course, well, it's against zombies. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Bailey tries to use Belair's hair against her. The SmackDown women's title match, but the champ retains with a hair-assisted roll-up. That looked very uh, fluky and lucky, which I no, thought was good no, because... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> do, you know, do you know think? Finish, sorry, finish what you were saying. Oh, okay, right. But like, like it, instead of like the definitive win, I'm like, Bella um, needs like a big feud. Like yeah. how Rhea Ripley's kind of thrown together with the Asuka Charlotte thing. No, I think she needs this feud where like, like ah, that helps the feud for storyline stuff. Like mm-hmm. you only just, you came this close. Very fluky win. And now actually barely protested afterwards. I think that's that's good. I do apologise. I do apologise. I thought you were going to say they botched it and it looked bad. No, no, no. That's fine. Because Cole did that annoying thing that he only does in women's matches. Because he did it in the... He only does in Bianca Belair matches because he did it at Mania. Like her and Sasha had this amazing match. And then at the end he goes, and a kick out. And then, nah, mate, that was <laughs> no, the finish. <laughs> in this one, he goes... One, two, three. But did Bailey kick out, though? And I'm like, why? What are you doing? Well, in fairness, yeah, the, the rest of any one, you completely messed up. But this one, it was like, it was very close. True. It was like, true. oh, did did she? Did, uh... So I'll give him true. credit there. But if he does this every single time Bel Air wrestles or Vapor, I think, yeah, he's got a problem. You know when you go back and watch... The like dirty old... dog, Bel Air. <laughs> you know when you go back and watch an old Raw, when you really listen to the commentary, I can't... Vince ruins the show for me. <laughs> I can't listen to it because <laughs> of his mainly for a lot of things, like how he wets himself whenever Michaels is on the screen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but also when he um, where he ruins like every pinfall attempt. Like every, how many times does Vince do the whole? He thinks the match is over. And he goes one, two, three. He's done it. No, the match. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Got him. No. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It's a story Bruce Pritchard told that one time they were doing, they were getting themselves warmed up and ready, and Bruce starts imitating. Vin, I forget why, but he starts imitating Vince and all the Vinceisms. 
And because Vince says, oh, Vince I don't have any mannerisms. Be. And he went, oh, yeah. And Bruce did all of them <gasps> in front of Vince, Vince while everyone's watching. And he looks around and Vince is just like, oh, oh no. He's like, oh, okay. We're not going to do that again. Sorry about that, boss. Oh, no. He was expecting that brother love pop, but he didn't get it. I think he was expecting Vince to go, ha, ha, ha. I do do that. Instead, he went, oh, dear. Stairs. That really good for all your people. Sorry. Vince stared at Bruce. <laughs> and decided to only rehire him five times. Uh, Bobby Lashley defends the W Championship in a big, smashy match against Drew. I love how you put that, Jack. Against Cheers. Drew and Strowman. McIntyre almost has the match won when he hits the Claymore on Strowman. But Lashley throws him out the ring and spears Braun for the win. I love this match. Big three lads slamming and banging, just like when us three get together. As soon as the lockdown's finished, this is all they did. <laughs> nothing but power moves, nothing but slams and bangs, crashes, wallops. <laughs> loved it. Overhead oh. belly, the bellies on Strowman, people getting mm. thrown through light fixtures. Loved it. What about yourself, Andrew? It was good, yeah. Powerbomb, it was uh, Strowman that powerbombed. Was it uh, Drew McIntyre through the table? Big yeah. old, whoa, that was bouncy, bouncy, fun for fun for fun. That mm. was uh, that was really good. Yeah, like... I'm. I, so, in wrestling, I'm not a, I'm not always a huge fan of big beefy boys battering each other. Sometimes, it, yeah, I know, right? It can uh, sometimes it gets a little bit stale for me. I'm a I'm a I know, right? Controversial, controversial. But I think all three of these guys have really good chemistry and do really good work together. Like the build up to the feud might not have been fantastic, I don't think, but the payoff has been has more than made up for it. I think. And I'd like to see all three of them work together again. Yeah. Yeah. Very. I agree. I agree, I agree completely with what you said, Andrew. I can't wait to do this next month to throw in another big lad like a Jinder Mahal or oh. Keith Lee or Malcolm Bivens. Guy Ooh. 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 Or they could Ooh. have the three big lads and then a small lad. That would be good. Just trying to think of a different form, like AJ or someone. Yeah. Are they all. Just, just taking turns, yeah. battering, <laughs> ricochet. One of my favourite matches. One of my favourite matches of the past ten years is, and he's not even a small lad to be honest. But it's Cena, Lesnar, and uh, Seth. Because Seth Ooh. flies around. He looks mm. like a small lad compared to those two in that match. And uh, I think if they just chuck in, like, if they bring Spike Dudley back <laughs> to be, make it a four-way, I'd be all for it. What about go the other route? Get the Spirit Squad back and let him do that thing where they lift him like straight up into the air. Oh like throws Braun Strowman into the rafters through Kenny's, the roof. Kenny's retired, so it'd just have to be Spike and hope no one notices <laughs> yeah. that it's a different play. We'll have Zombie. Yeah. Zombie yeah. Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Roman Reigns stops Jay from accompanying him to ringside, suggesting that maybe he should go hang up with his brother instead. Ooh. Roman then retains the Universal title after a valiant effort from Cesaro who eventually passes out in the guillotine. Clean victory. Very surprising. I thought they were going to do a lot more with this. And then Jay runs down and wants to beat down Cesaro. And Reigns is in a better mood. So he's like, oh, go on then. Uh, they're interrupted by Seth Rollins, who comes out and bravely beats down Cesaro as well to end the show. So instead of what we thought was going to happen, which is going to be Cesaro gets that first, the first chapter in the Cesaro versus Reigns mm. feud, now it looks like, the first and last chapter in the Cesaro Reigns feud, and we're still going to go read the uh, Cesaro Rollins book again. But he's already beaten it. Yeah, exactly. He's already mm. beaten him on the grandest yeah. stage of them all. 
No, but this time, he's the drip drip machine, or whatever W Twitter tells me. Oh, do you think him and Morrison hate each other for both doing the same thing at the same time? Oh, maybe. I think everybody hates the fact that the term drip got introduced to wrestling because now people go, look at the drip, and it goes, no, that, that's not it. That's that not it. Naughty. I don't know what a drip is. I don't I know. A drip is from a broken tap yeah. or a knackered fridge. Um, I'm, I'm not going to get that with my clothing. That's one of the weirdest things that's different in American language. They call them faucets, don't they? A faucet, yeah. Faucet. Faucet. And that's such an elaborate word for such a common everyday thing. Yeah, tap. Like table, chair, tap. Faucet. Word. Just like trash can, bin. When you can't yeah. open your door, you force it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, what was it? Uh, minced beef is ground beef. That's okay. Found oh, okay. That. That's okay. And they don't have mushy peas. What do they have? Uh, guacamole, I guess. Drip drip peas. Drip, drip. <laughs> that's drip what they call them over there, yes. Because <laughs> they look so nice. Anyway, this is a great match. Fantastic match. Roman Reigns, again, the best thing going in WWE right now. The storyline, the feud, the package, the everything. I can't mm. say anything package. more positive than that. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. What about yourself, Jack? Yeah, I think he's got a huge one, probably. And the match was good as well. I enjoyed that. Cesaro's brilliant. Roman's great. Uh, <laughs> distracted myself completely. <laughs> Popping yourself. No, it was good though. Really, really good stuff. Good in a different way to the uh, the WWE title match. And I think that's always good when the two big matches are good, but in different ways. So I really enjoyed it as well. And Andrew. Yeah, it was really good. It's just nice to see Cesaro get that opportunity. And Cesaro was so good in this match as well, just coming out straight hot, hot. You got to lick your fingers and oh, so hot. But I wonder, like, I don't. Do you reckon it's gonna be like going backwards, or do you reckon Seth Rollins is gonna be in the title picture as well, and we get like a triple threat or something? Oh, we could get a four oh, yeah. with Spike yeah. Dudley. Yeah, they could yeah, always Spike Dudley. Right. He's, yeah. he's doing Kenny G. Dykstra. Yeah, Zombie um, Kenny and actual Spike Dudley. Yeah, yeah. power bombed off his wheelchair. It'd be great. I I really enjoyed the match and everything, but then the aftermath. As many people said, I wasn't the first person to say this, but it felt like an angle to close SmackDown. Mm. Rather than a closer pay per view, mm-hmm. just a beat down from Rollins. Yeah, I would. I was yeah. hoping, and I know that people don't like babyface Rollins, but I, I just was hoping that we get him versus Reigns again. Yeah, I love the story of how Rollins is like the only person who can beat Roman because he knows him so well. And there was a bit of continuity with him not being scared of Roman, and he was the only person who talked to him backstage like normal. And I just thought that's brilliant. But then it, maybe we're not going to get that, so I don't know. Mm. Hmm. We'll be good when they eventually do it, you're right. I hope so. But again, it would have to be heel versus heel. There might have to be a triple threat or something. Mm. Maybe maybe they'll do it that way. Yeah. Because Seth is better as a heel, obviously. Yeah. Yes. It's like the Cody Rhodes just never a face. <laughs> anyway. Raw, it just says, the open challenge. Which is like well, they were, they were so Star Trek fo- film subtitle. They were so focused around the open challenge as if it had yeah. never been done before. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Lashley and MVP and some lovely, lovely ladies <laughs> says here, I hate myself. Oh, okay, right. I didn't uh, know they, what to say. I don't know, I know how to right? Hey, so Twitter said enough. <laughs> Twitter said enough. Twitter like, oh, 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 okay, thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, they issue an open challenge, which is answered by Drew. MVP says it's actually an open challenge for anybody not named Drew or Braun, <laughs> which I actually think is fair enough. 
<laughs> yeah. considering he just beat both of them. It's the no homers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have one. Drew oh, Gulak. Yeah. Drew Gulak should have shown up then. Yeah. Perfect opportunity. <laughs> uh, Lashley and Drew have a bit of a scuffle, but it comes to nothing. Again, Lashley, it's hard to dislike him when, yeah, he beat both lads. I have no title mm. shot. But then Drew's a bit like, yeah. No, but he was being that. a heel. He was being Ric Flair. He had lovely ladies with him. Lovely ladies. Lovely. <laughs> They're all lovely ladies. Um, <laughs> a plethora of women. Oh, no. <laughs> AJ Styles faces Elias and wins by DQ and Jackson Riker pulls him down from the apron. Riker lures almost away while Elias speeds down Styles before almost returns to chase Elias off. So they yeah. face well, now then, Styles. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah, but just by the reaction at WrestleMania, absolutely. Mm. Like, who are they gonna feud with? Do you reckon? Elias and Riker. Oh. Oh yeah. I didn't, why did why <laughs> my brain just like farted then thinking about that? Yeah, of course. But yeah, it's a valid them. point for after that though. Yeah, I uh, just the just the Riker uh, and Elias stuff is just. Mm. I've worked what? it out, lads. He's done it. He's figured it out. As we'll see later on. Okay. okay, bro, being a bit mm, heelish. Yes. So maybe there could be that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they've been pushing people and doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I reckon that's your next... I've sorted out the next sort of six months of the tag mm. division there. Like, oh, don't worry. wonderful. Yeah. Well done, mate. Alexa Bliss has Natalia and Tamina as guests in her playground for some reason. They want to leave. <laughs> yeah, well, of course yeah. they do. <laughs> <laughs> but she wants to ask them their favourite colour. Tamina says black and blue. The colour of Bliss's face. If she tries any funny... What is this? Tamina's from the 50s. You'll get a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> Why are you gonna... So Tamina just reading bits from the Beano. And, uh, Bliss says <laughs> that isn't very nice. But they're lucky that Lily the puppet likes them. <laughs> no, I don't. Especially Tamina for beating up Reginald. Natalia and Tamina leave. That was a segment. So they laid Bliss... a face. Oh, should I put this all together? Go on. They laid it all out the way. They laid a face. Nia and Shayna in a rematch. It looks like Nia. <laughs> I forgot about this. It looks like Nia and Shayna have the match won. But Bliss appears on the stage and makes fire shoot out of the ring post, knocking Reginald off the apron. <laughs> the champions take advantage of Reginald being struck by fire three feet away from him to take advantage and retain. Go on, Jack. So, Let's go turn oh the drink. man, where, where, where do I start? With? So, I feel as though Natalia and Tamina wanting to leave, logical. I respect them for that because you wouldn't want to stay in that environment. But we all kind of fell for a bit of a trap in our predictions, or a lot of mm. us did. We all went, yeah, Lex is probably going to feud with Charlotte Flair next because she said she had an eye on someone in that match last week on Raw. Mm -hmm. We all forgot that there were other people in that match. She made Shayna's legs go wobbly, for example. It was implied. Um, and I was like, wow, maybe she's got her eye on Shayna then. Or is it Reginald? Because she mentioned mm. him in this in this little segment. So maybe she's maybe she's going to be in a program with Reginald because every other woman on the roster <laughs> has been. Yeah. So, you know. Well, Reginald's not on screen. All the women should be going, where's Reginald? Where's Reginald? I like Regi Reginald. is fantastic to watch. It's just the way he's booked is terrible. But mm. I, li I like him. He's yeah. charming and flippy. He moves Once like a month no would be wrestling. great. Yeah, yeah. Every single segment, no. 
Uh, any Andrew, what are your thoughts on this uh, spooky program? Or did you have to hide under your duvet whenever this happened? Always, always got to hide under my duvet when this stuff happens. It's just I don't know where it's gonna go, Matthew. I just don't understand what the end goal here is. I would have thought that WWE would have wanted Alexa to look strong and maybe book her a little bit better than, unfortunately, how uh, the Fiend has been booked and stuff. Uh, for the women's division, make her go after like the bigger names on the roster to sort of prove herself. And then finally, when she gets back in, people will be like, oh, she's a force to be reckoned with. But uh, uh, uh. yeah, yeah, good noise. No, I, I agree with that last, <laughs> that, that last vowel. Someone did say on Twitter, though, and I do like this, because uh, we know when it comes to wrestling, wrestlers, I should say, and conspiracy theories, it's a lot of dodgy ones going out. But the do the one I do like right now that is gaining some momentum. People used to say that Bo Dallas was actually the fiend, and Bray Wyatt was just I don't know chilling somewhere, and it was like one of these silly things because you know they're related and all this stuff. Someone pointed out we haven't seen the fiend since Bo Dallas was released. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm starting to believe, and this is one of the good wrestling conspiracies, not the the ones Austin Aries tweets about. <sighs> <clears throat> that's whoa. I think I bought fully into it at um, Wrestlemania when that was going mm. around on Twitter everyone was going yeah. it's Bo Dallas but then I think it was Sam actually <clears throat> excuse me my voice is going haywire it was Sam who I think um, zoomed in on one of his fists and he had the tattoo of Bray and Sam was like that would be quite hard to fake and Sam has tattoo. Andrew's got tattoos to be fair hasn't he no have you not yeah, yeah, of course you do. What am I yeah. invisible? What am I doing? What am I? What am I doing? What are you doing, Matthew? Have you got any? No, not yet. Not yet. You planning? What are you gonna get? I keep on planning, but apparently, I told the plan is to. You think of an idea. Have it for two weeks. If you still want it for, after two weeks, then you should get it. Come on, changing my mind. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I've not got any. Yeah. What, what's your tattoo, Andrew? I've got a few. I've got. This is a Last of Us part. One. This is like a tattoo oh, that Ellie has because that game means a lot to me. I got a Spider Man one on my thing. I've got a Biffy Clyro one on my chest. Have you got and a back one? I, yeah, I've got Nirvana's in the utero. Angel I knew you had one on your back. My back. I knew it. And I've got a Link from Wind Waker because that's one of my favorite games ever on my ribs as well. Oh, nice. you got Toon Link. I got Toon Link. He's my favorite Link. Yeah. He's a little sweetie pie, him, isn't the dude. he? He's <laughs> the dude. <laughs> He's a little sweetie boy. <laughs> Toon Link, a very popular bus service up here as well. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. I was like, ah, oh, how, how have they not been sued by Nintendo yet? Because yeah, everybody awesome. else has. Mm. I was going to say, yeah, the, the bus we take down for emulation. Yeah. Uh, sorry to move on from this thrilling discussion about buses, but Angel Garza beat Drew Gulak. And after the match, he shoved a rose in his mouth. Yeah, he's been shoving it in his bottom. Well, next yeah. to his bottom recently, and he's escalated that to the mouth. You could say that. You never go bottom to mouth, there. though, Jack. No. <laughs> oh, dearie me. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh. backstage, the 24-7 title still exists as Akira Dozawa sneaks up an our truth the blah, 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 blah. I blah. forgot about the 24-7 title. Blah, 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 blah. As we all did, Jack. Wait well, a minute, we all did. lads. That 24-7 title just reminded me. What happened? Did he get released? What happened to Riddick Moss? 
You remember when he was getting a push and then it just uh, stopped? And then it stopped. And when he Has pinned he, Ricochet clean. Did he get injured, maybe? Yeah, and Cedric as well. Vince was using yeah. him as like his D-push enforcer. He was like, mm. I don't want him to get a push. Riddick Moss. Oh, no, Riddick Moss is still employed. still in WWE, right? He's not what been happened? released. I legit in... didn't know if Riddick Moss was employed or not. I'm not saying like that we have is. a lot of people right now, but... <laughs> but the last thing he Riddick did was... Moss is his Wikipedia page. He's so mass. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's like so mass induced. He looks like one of the battle toads. He looks like a gr- <laughs> Like some people have, you say they have four necks. He's got near neck. He looks like a, a gravelar, the middle uh, the middle, evo- <laughs> yes, the middle yeah. evolution of the geodude. The giant ball with arms. And you no, know what you get on rocks? That, the gravel oh, the with arms. That. Yeah, yeah. You know we get on rocks? Moss. Yes. Oh. I hope he comes out in a, just a graveler cosplay. Nice. <laughs> Only What's saying happened? his name. Yeah. Riddick, Riddick, Riddick. <laughs> What's happened to I'm him? Like He's only 31 as well. There's still time. I think yeah. they've employed so many people that WWE only released them when someone reminds them they exist. Yeah. Mm. I I, they go, Riddick Mott. What's that? There was a story years ago that Damien uh, Sandow, before being Damien Sandow, he was on SmackDown in 05. And... Oh God! Who was he teaming up with? Idol Stevens. No, Thank he was. You. No, he was Idol Stevens. No, he was Idol Stevens. Was it something Casey? Something nice whatever. whatever. But in 05, when they did the brand split, and they had a lot more people on the roster that some were ready for, some weren't. And Vincent Man Casey James, Ka- sorry, nearly uh-huh. Casey James. Um, walked past him backstage and went, "Wow, look at you! Someone should sign you." <laughs> and he walked off, and he was like. We had a tag title match on the pay-per-view last month. Like, okay, right. And I think that's one of the situations. I don't think there's like a big board that you work with a company that's based on sales to put whose figures down on. There's nothing yeah. like that for the beat. Sometimes people, I think they just hide. Yeah. They just hide around and go, well, look, if they don't know I'm here, they can't get rid of us. They were the teacher's pets. Michelle McCool oh was their Oh my manager. God, yeah. The, I completely forgot about them. On their debut, it says, the two went on to defeat this sentence is brilliant. They went on to oh. defeat Funaki and Scotty Too Hotty with the help of McCool. <laughs> they needed wow. the help from Michelle McCool <laughs> to beat the team of Funaki and Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah, very, very tough team. One's a zombie. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'll jump in. And uh, I couldn't think of anything for Funaki because he hasn't done anything in ages. Lovely man, though. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Uh, Riddle brings New Day and Orton together backstage because he wants Randy to apologise for RKOing them last week. Orton refuses, and the New Day say he has a reptile dysfunction. <laughs> Kofi challenges Orton to a match which he accepts. Kofi actually beats Orton with a roll-up after Xavier Woods distracts Randy with a trombone. Sadly not making the trombone go, stupid, stupid. <laughs> Riddle is angry at the New Day afterwards and shoves Woods down before leaving with Orton. So oh, this was no. all very tedious and that, but <laughs> but they released the WWE account tweeted Woods at ringside, brilliant trash talk as always. Just going, the legend is beating the legend killer. You've seen it here first. I was like, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Woods should have a job for life, even when he's too old to wrestle. Mm. He'd be a brilliant mm. manager or commentator or whatever he wants. Is it bad, Jack? That I was thinking about this. Maybe you're gonna this, Andrew, as well. That. You know, there's so many wrestlers who do gaming now that it's almost become like, it's not like, oh, wow, a wrestling nerd. It's like, yeah, whatever. That you look at them and go, all right, I could probably beat that that wrestler at that game. <laughs> I could beat that wrestler at that game. 
But the, I can, I, I, I'm confident and cocky enough. I've got a big enough mouth to say I probably beat nearly everybody at every, anything. But there's no way I can beat Xavier Woods at whatever game he picks. Because the man is a proper professor. At any game. He's a trained wrestler. He's a, obviously, he's a wrestler. Former uh, champion. Gaming channel person. Presenter. Uh, has taught himself <coughs> the, the trombone and a few of the brass instruments. Uh, nah. He's, he's winning at so many things in life. He probably just adapts to them. <laughs> he's he's moved from br- brass to strings now. He's doing like, his bits. Like, I would, if there was a stringed instrument lying there, like a banjo or something, I feel like I, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be good, but I could get a tune mm. out of it because I can play the guitar. I'd feel fairly confident with that. Maybe not like a violin, but whatever. But the idea of trying to play any other category of instrument really terrifies me. Like a wind instrument, I just think. Or, like Andrew, how many instruments can you play? Uh, uh, pretty much just guitar, bass, drums, um, oh, just, and just like probably just, just about that singing bowl. You ever done was, a singing bowl? No, good that. Was drums? Which one? When did you learn drums? Um, like when I was in a band and my friend had a drum kit. Just like was that after guitar? That. That was yeah, that was after guitar, yeah. So was it more difficult playing learning drums than it was bass? Yeah, because like it's different it's like different uh what are they called, like syncopations and stuff. Like right. one one okay. one hand is doing something else independent to another hand and your foot as well, like at the same time. So it's like really weird and everything. But okay. once you get like once you get like a basic beat down, it's not too bad. Oh, see I've tried. We've all sat behind a drum kit and thought I'm gonna be mint and then it's really difficult. <laughs> And really, it's a sad moment that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my moment that was Jack. When I realised you can't, you sit in front of a drum and go bum bum bum. Uh, is it Beat Mania, the arcade? Oh okay. yeah. Hey, this would be a laugh. Look, it's an arcade machine. How hard could it be? Yeah. Do, those Japanese rhythm games are insane, though. Like they are so. Like you have to be a professional musician to be able to play them. Yeah, it, it didn't say that on the cup. <laughs> it was implied. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
So, yes, all of this is more interesting than, than talking about... Uh, Ooh, Riddle, Andrew, yeah. one time, one time, me and Matthew and Pachiti went to Leeds to watch a deathmatch <laughs> tournament, and it was really <laughs> scary. And then me and Matthew went to the nightclub afterwards, right, and bumped into a guy who watched the channel, and he was a lovely guy, really nice guy. I think he was there with his wife. They were like a very young but cool couple. Mm. And I was like, oh, he's a really sound guy. And there was an arcade in this nightclub, like an arcade room. And the guy challenged Matthew to a game. And I was just watching and uh, just out of interest to see what happened. And Matthew slit, he destroyed this man. Yes. I felt so bad for him. What did and you I'm play? Like, I've had a few gin and gingers at this point as well. I was tired. Uh, <laughs> point blank. <gasps> point blank is so... Oh that's my. really hard though as well. Like That's a really hard game to win. So you doing that. After some gin and gingers and that. My but that's God. it, Andrew. Like when, I'm, when I play pool, whatever, I'll be like, oh, sober. Whoops, missed the balls, whatever. <laughs> you have a few shots and suddenly, like, there we go. Already. There we Some go. Now, now, I'm, now I'm Newcastle yeah. fat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but then you have too many in like, oh, no, that's, that's, that's enough. But you get that, just that little bit of false courage in you and suddenly it's like, not even looking. Blam, 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 blam. There we go. I've done the one. On. Sorry, you've done the one where it's just like the target and then you shoot it and then it like smashes a. Uh, like a plate and stuff yeah, yeah. and it's like the one where you've got to be like the quickest to draw and like take all the targets out they're yeah, really yeah. fun they're yeah really good. good i times. uh in the summer when th- in the in the summer when things were open i um it was the manliest moment of my entire life uh i won a soft toy for bethany on a on an arcade on like Aww. a shooting range i couldn't Aww. believe my i was like what she wasn't even that impressed, but I was oh. absolutely buzzing with myself. <laughs> it was a, it was a big furry llama, and I shot all oh. the things, and it dropped, and I was like, "I'm good at the rifle range now. I'm a ma- Finally, I'm a man." And then you turned it around and started shooting people's hats off and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the court. and and that was, I think, like the classic two drinks in where mm. it's like perfect, and yeah, it was a big big. Fluffy llama. I couldn't believe it. I think I rang my dad. <laughs> daddy, dad, daddy. I've done it. I've done no shooting. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> I'm the head of the table now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, that was lovely. Uh, wow, what a lovely segue. Uh, yeah, Riddle's still on the show. Just an update. He still does have an active lawsuit against him. Yeah. find that out. Moving on, Seamus is on the mic, angry at Ricochet for putting on his hat and coat of backlash. <laughs> Seamus is quite right. Imagine putting your coat and jacket on after you've had a match, though, and you're all sweaty. Mm, oh, disgusting. Not nice. Uh, Ricochet is interviewed in Gorilla and said... 20 people don't know what that means. It's like, in the Gorilla position, they Backst- meet in this big gorilla. Backstage, <laughs> yeah. backstage at WCPW, I was asked by Bubba Ray Dudley where the promoter was because he needed to go over something with him before his segment. And I started to say, he's in Gorilla. But then I stopped and a thousand things ran through my mind. Like, is the wrestler going to hate the fact that some non-wrestler, some outsider has used the word Gorilla? Or now, is that just a WWE exclusive term? Do they have a different word for it in Ring of Honor? I just, all these things were going through. So I went, he's in uh, uh, Gorilla. And then he went, Gorilla? Yeah. And I went, yeah, yeah, he's in Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I, I pointed the way and he went, well, go and get him for me. <laughs> because oh, gor- ah. Gorilla was in view of the ring. So uh, if Bubba Ray Dudley had just oh. walked out there, then the crowd mm. would have all gone, bloody Bubba Ray. And there's a match going on. So I got it. He wasn't just being horrible. He's, he was being yeah. very fair. Yeah. 
it's good though because you you're going through. I'd be like, so if Gorilla Monsoon was respecting WWF, <laughs> and that's why I named after him, in Ring of Honor, <laughs> are they going to call that the Xavier? Yeah. Oh, no. um, the Gabe Sapolsky? Yeah, maybe. The Rob Fighter? No, I'm not going to call it no. that. Um, <laughs> he just said, I don't know. And Could it be walked off. The Dragon. The he's Dragon. In, he's in Dragon. Oh, that's, that's, an <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. He said, The Dragon? He's just in Dragon. Ricochet is interviewed in Dragon. It says he liked the hat and coat so much. He stole them from the locker room earlier. He puts them on and says he feels like Ernest the Cat Miller before doing a bad Irish accent. <laughs> anyway, they have a match and Seamus wins. It's a good one, to be fair. Uh, Seamus gets on the mic afterwards and says that Lashley should watch out because maybe they accept that open challenge, which is nice. But yeah, uh, I was, a very, very good match compared to the one they had at the kickoff. But mm-hmm. it was so good seeing Ricochet getting battered here. After <laughs> I'll that tell performance. You what, I'll tell you what happened here, right? At Backlash, or the kickoff of Backlash, they were like, yes, good segment, lads, well done. And then at Raw, they were like, we need Ricochet to still have the hat and the jacket, but he'd mm-hmm. left it behind. So they had to write in, oh, I just stole these back from his locker. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, It was very oh, transparent. Otherwise, Alvarez would be like, are we supposed to think that Ricochet... <laughs> Has kept this gear for 24 hours. <laughs> Alfred's impression gets worse and worse. I'm sorry. That's good. He takes it back to his hotel. He's he sleeping takes... with it. <laughs> the implication here is that Ricochet does not have his own clothes. All right, enough. Um, and also, this will segue into my word of the year. This will segue into the AEW stuff, but it's just become normalized that Americans are like, Oh, you're from somewhere that isn't America. Here's how I... Like, they have to just do that. They have to just do, like, the world's worst impression. I can't talk. It's so normalized now. Like, oh, okay, you you think that's all right? You know, this is a worldwide audience watching this. Hey, kids, here's racism. You know, it would be so (laughs) hypocritical of me to to have a go at someone for bad accents. You can do good good ones. Some. Only a few. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. Have you got you one? Which is one more than Ricochet, Jack. So Have you got a go-to, Andrew? I, you don't want to... You, uh, you do a Jolly one. sometimes? I can't do we're it. here. We're well, here uh, what, what would a Jolly one be like? I, uh... I, what? Yep. Yep, that's us. <laughs> yep. Yep. Gun on the tune, Link. <laughs> Gun on, on the tune, like... It's better than Pachitis and a lot of Southerners because when they do Jolly... What they actually do is a Yorkshire accent. So if Bachi does an impression of Ross, he'll go like, Oh, I right then, you bloody bastard. Oh, nearly. You can't say that. Chloe kicks out a two. Well done, Anyway, yeah. I'm gone a lot. like, ma. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, well done. They'll either do Yorkshire, which is like, no, that's not right. Or they'll do Bob Mortimer's impression of a Geordie, which is just Hartlepool. Yeah. I'm going to talk like this late. And you're like, okay, just deranged or at this point. Jamaican. <laughs> a lot of people doing an impression of a Geordie. Somehow agent of Jamaican. Yeah, like, yeah. What, oh, yeah, what, right. What's the lady from the band where they where they were doing accents? And, and, and oh, the thing mix. comes up and it's like, yeah. And they were like, do a Jamaican accent. And she just goes, buddy, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I actually, I actually saw a fuller explanation of that. Apparently, that's just a funny thing they do to pop each other. They were popping the girls in Little Mix. Okay. And she just did that. But everyone thought she actually thought that's what a Jamaican accent was. 
Oh, it's, it's always good when you do like, no, no, that was an in-joke. Yeah, but like, millions of people heard that. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, so speaking of jokes, backstage, Mason T-Bar flip a coin and says, Lassie's reign is in danger, implying that one of them will accept the open challenge. I bet they They're didn't, so though. Funny, I know, I bet they didn't They're though. so funny, these lads. They're so funny. They didn't do it. They didn't they do didn't, that. They did they, no. Seamus, Priest, T-Bar and Mace all went, we're going to accept the challenge. None of them accepted the challenge. The writing was appalling. Uh, Charlotte Flair finds Sonya Deville backstage and wants a rematch against Rhea Ripley because she was never pinned at Backlash. Uh, also worth mentioning that Charlotte is now dressing as Cruella Deville with the oh, Dalmatian gear. Wow, is that to imply an alliance with Sonya? Yeah, Sonya, 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 Striker. <laughs> Sonia said, Model. Sonia says she'll have to be Asuka first. <laughs> and Charlotte says that'll be no problem. Ripley comes along and says she wants a new challenger because Charlotte's old news. Oof. Uh, Rhea comes down at ringside to watch the match at, and gets into an altercation with Charlotte, allowing Asuka to catch the Queen in a small package for the win. So, yeah, Charlotte is dressing up as Cruella Deville. And then has absolutely no connection with Sonya Deville other than yelling at her. Mm. It's uh, still waiting for that reveal for Sonya to go like, oh, I'm sorry for not booking you a match sooner. And it turns out. Sonya stood up for herself a little bit this time. Where she went, well, first you'll have to be Asuka. But Charlotte just went, (laughs) and then lost. Okay, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, (laughs) classic mistake. Oh dear! Yeah, my, ba- good. my Beyblade's more powerful than yours. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Blue eyes, white dragon. Oh, <laughs> well, literally on the tip of my tongue. Thank you, Andy. That wasn't even Beyblade, Lance. I know yeah. that's the joke, Jack. You mix the oh, animes up. Oh, I get it. Sorry. <laughs> Let's Beyblade. Yeah. Let it rip. <laughs> Beyblade yeah. was stupid. Sorry. That was on. the worst one out of all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beyblade. No, it, it was wasn't, the worst. Was it? It, was, it, was the we worst ra- it was the worst one. It was radical and cool. So it no. wasn't radical and yeah. cool. It was silly. I'd rather see digital monsters come out of watches. I, I could never. Yeah. The digital ones could, are the champions. Yeah. Well, we're not. We're not talking about Ben Ten, are we? We're talking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he had some kind of. My little, did, brother, his, my little brother, his Omnitrix or whatever Aye. it was. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Well, I, can't remember. I love Omni- Andrew getting that. Get the name right. Omnitrix or whatever. Maybe I had first season on DVD. Who knows? Oh, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Anyway, um... <laughs> yeah. God, what? Yeah, you could say Charlotte, after losing, went berserk. R.I.P., by the way. People speculated that the uh, creator and author of Berserk would... Maybe not make it until they finish the actual Berserk manga, which has been going for a long time, and sadly it didn't happen. And uh-huh. yeah, I thought I'd just shoehorn that. We talk about anime. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that means something to some people, but is it, is it takes a lot influ- of guts to say something it, like that. Is it influential as Beyblade though? No, More. nothing is. No. <laughs> uh, but yes, that is women wrestling, and also the WWE account, or is it WWE on Fox? I'm not sure which. Again picked the worst thing to gif from this match and put on Twitter and go, what a counter. (laughs) I thought this was fine watching the match, but then they highlighted it and it's endlessly gifing and it just looks awful. Charlotte goes to the top rope. She's going to do the Spanish fly. Okay, in honor of Andrade, I guess. And then uh, Asuka's supposed to grab the rope and then she just does a boot salt to nothing. 
But ask us slightly late, and I don't think this matters when you watch it live. And then they gift that and went, wow, what a counter. And as everyone just retweeted, going, do what? That's horrible. So I don't I don't think the person who runs these WWE accounts on Twitter hates WWE <sighs> and is looking to get yeah, out. Yeah. And they're deliberately gifting yeah. the worst moments. It's Riddick. He's there. He's been put on that. Yeah. They've, they've it's, Riddick. Him. it's Riddick Moss. He's now the social media guy. <laughs> 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 That'd be great. He just like. keeps, but once every three weeks, he'll just put. Does anyone miss Riddick Moss? Just send that. Like, oh. <laughs> hmm. Who should challenge Lashley this opening? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Got some idea. Cena, The Rock, Riddick Moss, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one? Instead of these, who had the best frog splash things? All people do frog splash. All the kids is just. What's your favorite Riddick Moss move? <laughs> Snapmare. Irish I whip. I love the idea of Riddick Moss Job. secret social media. <laughs> You're like, why is this Riddick Ross? Why is he on Twitter also? <laughs> also, uh, breaking news, John Morrison is not dead. He's oh. interviewed backstage where he dedicates his upcoming match to the memory of The Miz. Uh, he, he faces Damian Priest in a lumberjack match. They're human this time. Ooh. And also, Nikki Cross is there, so I guess it's one lumberjill. Oh. Uh, hello, Nikki Cross. Priest wins. And teasers accepting Lashley's open challenge. There we go. Rinse and repeat. Uh, I think Morrison did a lot of really cool stuff here in this match. He did lots yeah, of flexes. Yeah. Just to it show was... off he could. And a uh, superplex to the outside, mm, which is an insane, insane spot that has yeah. become normalized. When there's lumberjacks. Or oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, but it's God. still terrifying, though. Yeah. Uh, I should mention, because I, I referenced it a bit later on, but it happened in this segment. Cedric and Shelton had a bit of a brawl as well. Because they used to be friends a long time ago. They used to be friends. Um, and I feel bad for Nikki. That was the other thing I was going to say because from what I've, from what I've, she seems like just an absolutely lovely person and you know a really talented wrestler and everything. And she's currently because her character now, since they took the spooky element away and gave it to Bliss, Nikki's character is now just sound mm. lass, like just really nice girl. And that means that when she's getting interviewed on little videos on Twitter and stuff, it's like, Nikki, you're about to make your debut on main event. How do you feel? She's like, oh my God, I am so excited about this. It's like, well, it's like if Jen was a wrestler. It's like, wow. <laughs> she's Scottish and yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> Two good things to be in life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But I feel bad for Nikki because she's, she's got to pretend that it's good. Mm. It's funny though because when the Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross thing started, it was it looked like it was being built up going, Oh, you're my friend. And then Bliss is like, Yes, that's right. I'm your friend, you stupid idiot. I'm just using you. He he he. It turned mm. out like no, Bliss was genuinely her friend. She didn't yeah. turn on her until the evil spooky Bo Dallas thing got to her. But you all thought, <laughs> Oh, that was almost a nice twist. Like, oh yeah, no, she was just nice and friendly. Uh, or maybe they changed their minds and forgot about it who knows she's now a sassy southern girl as well because her theme music's now like oh yeah on the cowboy ranch I don't know what I don't do <laughs> it's got the cowboy ranch oh First of all, yeah cowboys are like more western as well I don't yeah, know they are. I don't, I don't know what I've done because her theme tune's now yeah. <laughs> the banjo riff from Deliverance basically right? <laughs> yeah she's from the wild west Lothian yeah <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Lashley's open challenge is accepted by Kofi Kingston. Oh, okay. He's already wrestled tonight, but seems ready to go. MVP reveals that he never said this would be for the title. Kofi is angry. Lashley starts to dominate, so Woods distracts him with the trombone. 
It's only Angus Lashley, who hates brass instruments. He's not, he's not going to enjoy Eurovision. Who no. throws Kofi in the ring post. Woods tries to save him and gets into an argument with the referee, allowing Drew McIntyre to appear and hit Lashley with MVP's cane. Lashley staggers back into a roll-up, and Kofi pins the champ. Kofi, Xavier, and Drew laugh on the ramp to end the show. Wow. What a great Kel- role. Kel Surprise. Yeah. Kel Surprise indeed. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, Drew does look like a bit of a sore loser. Mm. Constantly interfering, going, I want another title match. And Lashley point out, but you had... It's just the British Bulldog. Um, <laughs> oh, that's you had your title match. You call that a title match? Yeah. That's all I had for that. So it's not talking. But if this is the start of Kofi getting another push for Lashley to do something other than Strowman and Drew, absolutely gone for it, lads. Mm-hmm. Gone for it. Oh, do you not reckon so? I think Kofi will be like a mini feud before the next pay-per-view when he'll face Drew again. Mm. I think Kofi's just like a little side quest for Bobby. No. Unfortunately. No, no. Why would no, you think no, I'm no. Drew? I, because he's never had the chance to regain the championship properly, has he, really? Like, he lost it to Brock and then he's just been like, ah, see you in a bit. Like, just pushed aside, just pushed aside and like, I, uh, he deserves so much more and he deserves oh, another, yeah. but do you think another shot at the thing. Do you thing. think that'll happen? No, I oh. don't. I think I think they'll tease it and then again just throw it throw it to the side. I don't want to see Kofi like just re- just resign to having these little matches beating these bigger opponents and then just like nothing really coming of it. And ju- it's just a way to get sort of like Drew back into the scene because he's you know trying to one up Lashley and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's sad. It's really sad because I would like to see. Kofi with the belt again because I think oh, I thought yeah. Kofi was like a really fun champion. Everybody was behind him and stuff. And then, yeah, as soon as as soon as Fox came along, boom. Well, done. they also put him in like the same match with Randy Orton a lot of times. That's and, true. and everything. So it wasn't his fault. I just feel like yeah, you're right. The way he lost it was very sad. Yeah. Then that got overshadowed by Cain Velasquez mm-hmm. coming in, and, and that went well. They got rid of him for some reason, and mm. yeah. Yeah, it was like, warning, warning, Saudi, Saudi. T- oh, no, sorry, the booking's just going to have to go a bit askew for a minute. Anyway, just, <laughs> to be fair, we'll come back to normal in a month. Just everyone pretend, all, all right? All human rights violations aside, which is always a great way to start off a sentence, <laughs> I am buzzing for the next Saudi Arabia show because something always goes disastrously. It's always mm. so entertaining. It Oh, something always happens. Who's going to... What's going to happen this? I can't wait. Mr. Blobby comes out yeah. and then, like... You think, oh, this is going to be buzzing, this. And then inside Mr. Blobby, Brock Lesnar comes out. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Right, Brocky. Mr. <laughs> Brocky, yeah. Have, Brocky, Brocky, Brocky. Have either of you watched the most recent Dark Side of the Ring, Collision in Korea? Is that out yet? No, I, no, I just uh, saw the Nick Cage one. No. Um, uh, I've seen it. Legally. Yeah. Very legally. It's all right. I've, no one watches this podcast or anything, Jack. I have seen it, and I'm not going to disclose how. So Riddick Moss gave you a coffee. <laughs> it's shocking. Uh, it's um, I wouldn't say it's quite as good as the Nick Gage one or the Pillman one, but it's still worth a watch. Definitely, mm-hmm. you hear about you know you hear Tuchel Scorpio talk about he him and. Hawk tried yeah. to kill each other several times in North Korea as well. Like, well, it's one thing trying to murder someone, but it's another thing. Do trying to do that in a country where you could very easily be, I guess, just executed or in prison forever mm. for stepping out of line. So yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. That'll be my Hall of Fame pick next week of it <laughs> legally. But the 
so I remember from they did this huge article on it on um, I think Sports Illustrated, where Eric Bischoff's just like, oh, I think I'll go for a jog. You know, I'm a fit person. He, told, he tells it. He that. tells yeah, the story yeah. and do- yeah, he goes the jog. And I was just staring and going, like, what? Yeah, what are you do it. And then and like the police arrive and they're like, well, what are you doing? So go for a jog. So you're not allowed to walk around here. <laughs> like what the streets? Because no, go back in. Go back to your hotel. And he says that a lot of the he gets very serious. He's like, I was just jogging along in the street. And then uh, it was deserted, but then I guess it got a bit later on in the morning and people started to file into the streets. And then the look on their face, they were terrorised by me because they'd never seen a Westerner before. And he's going on and on like this. And then he suddenly gets, he's laughing, but then he gets very serious. He's like, and I hate to see terror in anyone's face, especially children. <laughs> I'm just like, where did that, where did that come from? Good, like good, good, like good. But where did that come from, Eric? Like what? <laughs> he just dropped that no, he's, he's singing, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they've never heard that song before, so they're very confused. Um, and it segues horribly into NXT. Tony Storm beats Zoe Stark, but Stark looks strong in defeat, kicking out of Storm Zero. My God. Again, we said this before, Jeff, but that used to be, that was it. Tony yeah. Storm's booked, Tony Storm's winning, Tony Storm's winning with Storm Zero. That was Zero. the pedigree of the indie scene. That really was. <laughs> uh, Frankie Monet heads into the stage after the match and does nothing. Her debut will be next week, apparently. So they hyped her debut for this week, and then she came out, and then it, they went, her debut will be next week. And I was like, what? She's got to do something good when she finally gets it, because they've been teasing it for ages, and she's been in. She came in when uh, like the NXT after Raquel Gonzalez won the belt, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't really do anything. She stepped in, didn't really say much. Like Raquel Gonzalez was like, I'll put that dog somewhere. And she's like... I'm out then. I'll see in a bit and just yeah. got out of the ring and then that was that was kind of it. So I'm hoping she does something big because it's getting a little bit weird now that she just keeps appearing and then nothing really happening. She's got a dog though. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. It's nice to see the dog. Yeah. Woof, woof, money, money. Uh-huh. Kenneth Larray and Indy Hartwell are enjoying a spa day. Yeah. One of the spa employees is Dexter Lewis. <laughs> but they can't tell because they have cucumber slices over their oh. eyes. Later, it's, like Mr. Ca- it's like Mr. Bean, isn't yeah, it? really is. <laughs> and the guy's just relaxing and then the, the goat accidentally comes in and does its stuff and Victor Meldu's like, oh, God, sorry. <laughs> Later, Cancer's card is declined. Oof. And he puts two and two together, realising... That Candace sent flowers to Ember and Shotzi, not Loomis. She runs off in excitement. Hashtag Index is alive again. Yeah, so she thought that Dexter was being a bit of a floozy and flirting with other lovely ladies on the brown. But instead it was part of Candace's plan, wasn't it, to throw them off Mm -hmm. when they were feuding. So Indy's realised this and she's run off to be in love with Dexter. Oh. Yeah. Better than (laughs) Neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> we see Cameron Grimes arriving at the arena. He throws his car keys at Jake Atlas and tells him to park it for him. But Atlas informs him that Teddy Biasi has his parking space. Grimes Ooh. is annoyed and says he'll see Atlas in the ring. They have a match later, which Grimes loses after distraction from Ted DiBiase. He was there. It's he funny. chases him out of his limo. Out to the limo, sorry. Yes, there we go. Ted DiBiase taunts him and drives away. Ha 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 ha. That was pretty much it. That was the bit. Was he? Was Ted DiBiase comes out, stands there, and just goes. Yeah, it does. Um, I wonder where this is going to go. This is quite 
Mm. Interesting. I don't know what they're going to really do with Ted DiBiase. If maybe there's someone who Ted DiBiase sort of brings into the company or something. or Virgil. Um, Virgil. <laughs> God, the speed that you said. The immediate, like, Matt, Andrew just suggested the chance of someone going, Virgil, Virgil. A bit. <laughs> New it's like, star from the performance. It's Virgil. Like, it's like you, it's like... It's like you re- you jumped at that so much. It's like you really want Virgil back. <laughs> yeah. now, Virgil, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Got to milk the bit. They're like, what else does Teddy Biasi do? Andre's busy. Um, oh. What he I is. mean, in a, in a way. Yeah, until, you know, Saudi Arabia come along and they're like, what do we used to say? He's like, no, for the last time. Oh. He's been dead since 93. Who did they? One million. All right, give us... Um, <laughs> Give us an hour and we'll see what we can do, all right? <laughs> what would they do? They've not got Big Show anymore. No. Bronson Reed and a pair of clippers. Yeah. <laughs> he's way too short. Yeah. <laughs> they do. He's been, he's been putting a big washing machine at the wrong temperature. It's all right. All I could think there was Miz and Morrison in a long coat, like they're sneaking into the <laughs> yeah. adult. Like that famous Australian tag, t- uh, tag team. One oh, wrestler, one wrestler. Jay Adultman. Well, I forgot the name, Jailman. Mm-hmm. They, sent the, uh, they sent the they uh, sent the sign thing to us. They the did. Holic, didn't they? They oh. he 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 one he. person. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. What am I saying? Plural. I got yeah. a big pun. Uh, Pete Dunn has a sit down interview where he talks about his wrestling style, saying he took the traditional style of people like Fit Finley and made it more aggressive. That's not possible, Pete Dunn. We talking about? He restates his desire to go after the NXT title. Later, Bobby Fish. Upset that his QAnon tag team partners left him. Talks about saving Kyle O'Reilly last week. He says it was more about getting revenge on Lorcan and Dunn and challenges done for next week. I would put my all my possessions on Pete, like everything I own on Pete mm-hmm. Dunn if I could. Yeah, no, no, not quite, not quite. Because there might there can always be a DQ or something. I wouldn't put yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, mate. That's a good. That's a good shot. Especially since it's like Fish's first match back. In oh, I think well. Peter's gonna have him. I hope so. I like Big Peter Dune. Peter? You're quite the big Peter Dune Peter. fan, aren't you? I am a big Peter Dune fan, yeah. I want a, Wal- I want a Walter to... Dunn rematch with you two as like old... Sky Sports fan zone. Like, <laughs> oh, right. That would be so good. Hey, yeah. Pete Dunn, it's time to go! Whoa, that's <laughs> Arsenal fan team. I know, I don't know. He's <laughs> passed away, sadly, by the way, R.I.P. Oh, that's a good... Clive, oh, I saw the, people yeah. doing R.I.P. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was him. Got... That was him. Oh. Yeah, very sad. R.I.P. Dude. Yeah, Clyde. Clyde. Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry, that was a bit of a downer. Sorry. No, it really was. But I'm glad right. you told me because I yeah. want to, you know, probably joke some more. Uh, Killian Dane beats Alexander Wolf in a very short match, and then they beat up Alexander Wolf afterwards. He's never mentioned again. Sprew. It was Claude. It was Claude. I feel so disrespectful. It was Claude. I'm sorry. I just googled him. Oh, Claude. I got his name wrong, and I feel awful now. In fairness, I'm not too familiar with Arsenal fan TV. Sorry, everybody. It was Claude. Isn't it great when you, you, even if you pass away, you live on feel awful in people's now. minds as a reaction thing, as a funny yeah. thing. I think that's a, a beautiful way that the internet can work. No, now. it is good. I, I just feel Gone, bad now. Gone, but not forgotten. Cheers, bad, Claude. Man. Yeah, thanks, Claude. Uh, Mendoza and Wilde have a title match against MSK, but are instead challenged by Chamba and Thatcher. It's a good match, which MSK win, so it's a bad match. Uh, <laughs> the grizzled young veterans attack Champa behind the referee's back. Worst mm. match of the year. Shock them. Yeah. They can't win every time. Yes, they can. They're not even... You don't even like them as a tag team, Matthew. What, Thatcher and Champa? 
No, no, I'll change my mind. I like Thatcher so much that I'll put up with. But he's been he's been a silly Billy though. Oh no, that's right. No, no, I I like their in ring style. Lots of meat. Lots of gristle. Mm, Exactly. That's a noise I'd make. Mm, Exactly. (laughs) That's me kissing and eating at the same time. (laughs) Eating a plate of Thatcher, and it's just because they have to do uh, Thatcher. Sounds like a Spinal Tap album. Yeah. Eating it's, a plate of Thatcher. Yes. <laughs> it's just the fact that Thatcher has to be, hey, guys, it's me, the WWE likable baby face, shoes off. For that. He's just, that's not him at all. No, it's not. He's, He's the miscast. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. But it's all and right. Then, I still oh, love out, him. And out of everyone, how is it Tommaso Ciampa who's drawn him out of his shell and made him a bit mm. funnier? Ciampa's like him. Oh, yeah. They should both be horrible, evil men. Yeah. But even when they're good guys. Thatcher will turn on him. Thatcher's going to... I reckon Thatcher's going to join Imperium. Why, she bloody turned on the North, didn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Or Miners. Thank you. That was great. Oh, dear. Uh, Sarai beats Alia in straightforward fashion. Another big win for Sarai, yeah. Yeah. Ashante, the Adonis and Top Dollar beat Tony Diavri and Araya Davari. God. Sorry, no, I haven't I seen Ariadavari in ages. I'm sorry, I meant Tony yeah. Nice and Aria Davari. I was like, who the hell's Tony Davari? Yeah. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Davari, buddy. Tony Nice and Aria Davari. I was the Davari shocked brothers. to see them. I was yeah. shocked to see them. <laughs> I get as shocked as I am. Wow, 205 Live is still a thing. That's their mm. tag name. Who still exist. Uh, all the hit row members could have promo after the match. And Isaiah Swerve Scott says he'll have his eye on the winner of the main event. Mm. I'd have been worried if I, it was... Um, all right, Davari, Tony Nice, or Tony Davari, uh, on this episode after seeing what they did at Alexander Wolf, I'm like, oh, is this it? Mm. Is this the last match? But uh, okay, I think it's still mind. around. Yeah, they did. Watch for this. Be that this will be filmed and released, and then a minute later, oh, a no. minute after click no, publish, no. Tony Davari has been released. You know, he doesn't work here. Vince reportedly looking for Riddick Moss, but can't find him. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Tony Nice steps out the wrong time, makes eye contact with Vince, like, oh no. <laughs> Vince is like, Rollins, how you doing, pal? <laughs> Bronson Reed, a.k.a. the new Andre the Giant, beats Johnny Gargano in a steel cage match to become the new North American champion. Well, Me and Andrew talked about this on the news and talked about uh, Bronson Reed's very interesting strategy of boinging around. Because yeah. I think, well, what I thought was he'll go up to, he'll, he'll do a massive thing. He'll go up to the top of cage, boom, tsunami splash straight off there. But no, no, instead he just goes up to the top rope, just like, Bouncy on Sammy the Snake, and then just yeah. whip, and just like jumps on him, and then he's done. Sammy the Snake, and he, <laughs> it was as if the match was as if like your like the player character is Gargano, and Bronson Reed's tactic was like a boss fight. Like you bounce around a bit, and you <laughs> yeah. climb climb for a bit, and then bounce some more, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god! And even though Gargano's health bar is like huge, it's still too. It's still not enough. It's not enough. It was a good match, though. Really good match. Just happy for Bronson to have the title now. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Emotional scenes. Afterwards. And it makes sense as well that he gets the belt because obviously he had a little thing with Swerve Scott before, like a oh. few months ago. So, feudy times. You are oh. teasing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good for Bronson. AW Dynamite. I hope you like promos because this was 9% of the show. Uh, Christian beats Matt Seidel. And they hug afterwards. Aww. Class of ECW on Sci-Fi 2009. Back together again. <laughs> Ricky Starks interrupts with the mic, but it's all a distraction as the rest of Team Taz ambush Christian and Seidel. 
Hangman Page comes out for the save, but Brian Cage nails him with a powerbomb, a.k.a. the Sting Killer. Huh. Of note, Hangman <laughs> Page comes out with his drink, goes, hold that for me, Ricky. Yeah. Goes in, gets decked, gets powerbombed, and Ricky comes back in the ring and goes, cheers, and drinks it. Yeah. I love Hangman Page mm-hmm. because not only is he going to beat Kenny Omega eventually, and I'm just praying that neither of them gets injured or something before that happens because it's it's going to be sick when it happens. <laughs> but also, uh, he's vulnerable. He takes a loss now and then. He's not an unbeatable... He's not Hulk Hogan, you know. He can lose sometimes. And also, he was undone not just by Brian Cage, but by Hook, who turned the tide in Cage's favour by just being a sexy boy. <laughs> Hook's the pirate man, right? Literally. Hook's the pirate yes, man. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Hook's Taz's son. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I sounded so actually disappointed in you. you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pirate guy, no, that's PCO, Andrew. <laughs> uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston beat the acclaimed in the battle for Matthew's heart. Oh, thank you for writing. Well, that. you like the acclaimed. You like Kingston. Yeah. I don't know what your opinion is on Moxley. Oh, I love him. No, oh, I love big, Moxley. Big, big, big fan of Moxley. Uh, Moxley and Eddie Kingston talking backstage. Be great. So, uh, were they rappers? One of them's a rapper. The other one's the rapper's friend. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, the acclaimed, their rap wasn't the best one it's ever been, but it's still good. It's always yeah. good. You, you, your wife mm-hmm. wants me to be on our oral sessions. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Caster said that about the podcast. Then he gave the mic, and then Anthony got in the ring and said he just means the pot and then moxley batted him i was like oh <laughs> caster's really got away with that like, hey don't don't shoot the messenger yeah <laughs> takes a tag match he's like all right yeah uh, another note john moxley <gasps> after last week coming out to yeah all right yeah. it's fine i you owe me a fiver <laughs> i didn't want to be that guy oh i didn't want to no, i didn't i don't want to be that guy though no, 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 the guy. No, no, I pay my debt. No, no, no. I, I no, don't no. want to be that guy. Don't, let's forget. Did I say the acclaim were going to beat Moxie and Kingston? No, you said the acclaim were going to win that four-way, the SCU one. And I said SCU would win the four-way. Oh, yeah, I did. But it's that fine. Was, that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to make the podcast exciting. Well worth a fiver. Well, you know what? We'll, <laughs> but, we'll, we'll you, you got be... your, but have you got your fiver from Ali, the Pachiti bet? What, from like two years ago? No, it was from like three months ago. Maybe oh, a bit feels longer. like two years. Um, yeah, no, be... he eventually, eventually begrudgingly paid that, yes. Did he? Um, oh, because I was just going to get it directly from him if Nah, if I was going to say. Uh... No, I'll... Uh... No, don't, don't worry, because I remembered. <laughs> oh. You bloody bought me Goodfellas on DVD. Oh, I don't need a fiver you. off you. That was a gift because yeah, you, you, had a, you, had a, um, you had a bad time that week and I wanted to cheer you up. Oh, mate, thank you very much. But That was not a bet, that was separate. Yeah, but we um, don't but need, I will, I will drop the fiver off next no, time I'm in the office. Oh, it's only a fiver. You've done it now, it's Jack. It's the principle, Jack. It's uh, the, uh, no, 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 I, I insist. And uh, But thank you for reminding me because I forgot. Well, thank you. But if you forget my, again... My horrible bet of <laughs> not picking the acclaim to win and the SEU battle after the SEU got all those promos about how they're going to... Well done, Matthew. <laughs> anyway, yes, the other thing to mention other than the fiver was the fact that Moxie, after last week coming out to the Trogs version of Wild Thing, this week came out to X cover of it which is funny because that's that's the song that Anita comes out to okay yes. for like his entire career uh, which does make people think did Moxley request Wild Thing 
And then next week, last week, it was like, oh, no, no, not this version. Not this version with the dramatic flute solo. <laughs> <laughs> that really sets the tone for violence. Uh, no, 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 the, the, the Onita version. And what a flex if you got this much money. Where Tony Khan's like, oh, sorry, I'll just get the rights to the other version then. Yeah. Cha-ching. Mental. I went back and watched the bit you mentioned, Matthew, where he realises the flute's playing. And he's, <laughs> you see his him go like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's right, Moxie throwing <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> like Ron Burgundy's come out. Yeah, yeah. just Yaz flute. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. Tony Giovanni interviews Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Uh, Sky talks about how Sting isn't what he used to be. And Page says he's determined to take everything from Darby Allen. Lights go down and Sting arrives while Darby attacks from behind. Darby beats up Page with a skateboard while Sky taps out to the Scorpion Deathlock. All right. It's so funny when they go, Sting isn't the man he used to be. Crowd of wrestling people. Boo! That's not true. Why would you say that? And then Sting comes out. <laughs> waddles to the ring and then gently applies a scorpion deathlock. You're like, yes, that is a man who has still got it. Mm. Not as a character, not as a force for good in the war against the New World Order, but as just a wrestler, was Sting that good? And is that bad to say? I can honestly say... Oh. That I was never a fan of Sting. I was never a fan of Sting either. Oh, I, think we're just, I, think we're, I think we're slightly too young. Yeah. Because Matthew's going to get really cross now. And, <laughs> and a lot of wrestling fans have said this too, have gone, you just don't get it. And mm. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. Yeah. Says me the No, you're not, they're not here. I am. You <laughs> okay. just don't get it. <laughs> I love that now because of the whole, everybody is suddenly really concerned about work rate and star ratings, that they go back and see Sting have these matches on. Ugh. Well, his psychology could have been but Shut up. <laughs> Beat WWF. How many weeks in the row? I forget. They never met. Oh, 83 weeks in a row. Thanks to Sting doing nothing but hitting people with bats and reverse DDTs. Well, that's what he's doing now. Yeah. Yes, but he could move back then. <laughs> no, he couldn't really. Oh, dare, <laughs> how dare you say he's exactly the same now as he is. That's disgusting. Sorry, no. Sorry. Oh, okay, fine. We'll go. When Triple he could H barely beat, move in the prime of his life. When Triple H beat him, I laughed. I laughed. Whoa! Laughed. <laughs> I mean, that was fine. No, I didn't laugh. I went, I went like, what? <laughs> weird. Why yeah. the NWO on Sting's side now? Yeah. It was very weird. But no, there are other people who bring up the fact, was Sting good? Because uh, Meltzer's often said that Sting was never a draw. And it's said, and it's become, of course, he melted, melted, farts, and people discuss how loud it was. But I would uh, be saying like what he was never a draw of the box office, but he was very popular because WCW. So anyway, you know, I, I digress. I'm going to talk about this for like ne next hour. So it's a boring people. Let's move on. Sting bad now, but Sting used to be good. Okay. Um, the Pinnacle are having dinner. MGF says Jericho's a funny guy, but he's dealing with someone who always has the last laugh. Dax Howard says that being up the inner circle isn't enjoyable. They should be chasing titles instead. Sean Spears attacks the waiter. The first match he's won in months. Uh, Tony throws a what of cash at him. And it was a good hey, thing because it was one shot. You mm. nasty shot. man. You nasty pasty. He won, <laughs> he won the Blood and Guts Blood and match. Guts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was that was a team in. effort. It was yeah. A, yeah. True. Team effort. Fair play. Anyway, and it was it. it was, the camera was just slowly zooming in. One shot. Like De Niro. And like Yoda at the... Uh, 
at the little restaurant there in that film that you like so much. Um, but you know that. Later, oh, the inner yes. circle come to the ring. <laughs> talk about how they have to accept the Pinnacle's Stadium Stampede Challenge. Jericho says being thrown off the cage was the most terrifying moment of his life, but he can't wait to have his revenge on MJF. They accept. Yes, this all happened. Yeah, it was a lot of promos, you're right. Yeah. And then Hikru Shida beats Rebel, but Britt Baker attacks her afterwards and curb stomps her onto the women's title, setting up the title change at the next pay-per-view, or at least I hope so. Yeah, same. Yeah, she me too. Des- she deserves that. Mm-hmm. Rebel. Yeah. Uh, Britt. Yeah, Rebel deserves <laughs> it as well, but Britt Baker can have it. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis offer Orange Cassidy a contract for a singles match at a later date. Cassidy tears it up. Um, if he drops out... Oh, sorry, the, yeah, of course he yeah. drops out. Sorry, my microphone's in the way of the script. But Kellis offers him a second copy, tells him to give it some real thought. Because Omega said he's going to re-hurt him if uh, if he doesn't drop out. Mm-hmm. So now Omega's going to really hurt him. Ooh. And probably point and snarl while he does. Yeah, he's going to make him <laughs> listen to some promos. <laughs> on a loop. Uh, smart Mark Sterling again asks if he could be... J- yeah, who the hell is this? If he could be Jade Cargill's representation... She says she'll think about it. Afterwards, Serena Deeb successfully defends the NWA Women's title against Rel Velvet in Red Velvet's best match, I think, so far in AEW. Mm, Serena Deeb is mm-hmm. awesome. She yes, is. Serena Deeb's class. She's just... She, she, there's a strong case that she... No, I can't say that. I was just <gasps> saying the best women's wrestler in the world today, but Sasha Banks has just had the mm. performance of a lifetime at WrestleMania, so I can't say that in all good faith. But Serena Deeb's up there for me, right yeah. up there. There's Definitely. probably like a million like 14-year-old Japanese girls who are also right up there probably <laughs> that I'm just not aware of, but yeah. they'll be around in a few years' time. Yeah, the 14-year-old with 28 years of experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who is smart Mark Sterling? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to not know. That's all right then. I don't know. He was the lawyer, wasn't he, for MJF or someone? Oh, I think you're right. Oh. Yeah, I think you are who, right. The one who looks so much like a, like a porn lawyer. That yeah. Like, he's a wrestler dressed as yeah. a normal human. Yeah, okay. Mm. What, Simon Miller? <laughs> not that. Not that specific one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. And Yagogo destroys Austin Gunn. Knocking him out with a pop-up right <laughs> hand. Apparently, it's been reported on news things that uh, Austin Gunn is now injured from this move. <laughs> which is weird to see. I might wait. Hang on. Like, I think that's... Start- Whatever. Who cares? You know what? Like, Good on you, go What is in, like, fake news? Like, is in, like, Bleacher Report are saying it? Well, AEW, AEW reported, oh, and Austin Gunn was so injured by this attack that he's out injured. In <laughs> that's fine for AEW to report on. it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But he saw it, like, like a wrestler, though. Like, yeah. yeah. What's real and what's not, I don't know anymore. But you know what? I know what is real. Antio Gogo. He is for real. Yeah, ready to go, go. The Ooh, brave. Did oh. you see? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Did you see the babyface promo he gave yeah. on Elevation Dark? It's only babyface because we're English. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, talking about how, yeah. You are what America stands for, Cody, and you've seen all the bad things. People can't afford healthcare, people in cages, separated from their family. I'm glad I'll be smacking you daft. He didn't say that exactly, but I'm translating to George. Come on, Anthony. Um, slapping you daft. Come on, Anthony. Like, and you, <laughs> b- beforehand, Anya Guru comes out, starts talking, and we're like, ah, I don't know, he's Southern, I guess. I know he's British, but that's fair enough. As soon as Cody says, 
you damn evil foreigner, you. It's like, oh, that's it. And you go, go. I've always loved you. You're my favorite. You're great. And all the stuff's come up on Twitter. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming home. It's coming. A go, go's coming home. Uh, And all the stuff about how he's done this, he's that. um, He's done marriages. He's been a pride. He's done all the stuff. I'm like, you're the best dude ever, mate. He's done marriages. Yeah. What? He's. I didn't really look at it because it's Twitter. I'm looking for Isn't it like he's second. ordained? Like, yes. Oh, right. No, he showed up. He goes, by the rights given to me by the British Boxing... <laughs> <laughs> by by, know, by, by the Marie. WBC, the Ring magazine. <laughs> yes, you are now the WBC. <laughs> 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 the only two I could think of. I couldn't think of the other belt. There's like ten. And he sips. Instead of, you may now... Exchange the ring. It's the ring magazine. <laughs> yeah. What? What is? The, what's like the best one? Uh, boxing is so confusing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is WBC the best one? I don't know. The- oh, they're all on varying levels, but smart higher. Uh, mm. You know, again, I'll take too long. But the point is, okay. because Cody gave that insane rant, the skies of promo a few weeks ago, and Agogo was saying this, they, they've turned him. They've turned Cody. I'm worried that we're going to like just smash cut now to us watching like, our reaction after Cody has just draped the American flag we're throwing our toad in the hole yeah. <laughs> we're throwing our spotted dick we're throwing all the British things that people like mocking because they're not from here I just feel our like lack of there. seasoning we'll throw <laughs> you know we'll throw all the stuff out there when that our, happens it'll be disgusting our, our bad teeth apparently We'll throw our mm-hmm. bad, teeth. bad teeth. Frozen crumpets. We'll throw our frozen sorts. crumpets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Our Region I... 2 DVD. <laughs> honestly, the mania that gets stirred up sometimes in not all Americans, but just some Americans. Like, oh. I said something about this on... I said something like, Anthony Gogo will play 4-4-F in 2 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw that. And then people started going like, I was like, go on, Anthony. Oh, no, Cody, I, re- I replied to Cody's tweet with David Beckham celebrating against Argentina in the 2002 World <laughs> Cup. And started getting like Americans underneath going like, yeah, well, who won the War of Independence? And I was like, oh, my <laughs> word. They're going that far back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. When Caveman Ugg attacked Caveman Brit. I got also reference when the USA upset England in like the 1950 World Cup. Oh, I thought the 2010. No, it was a draw. I know, but that was that was an upset. And they, they don't, they the Americans. Yeah, oh, yeah. But they can't Oof. see draw. Like, draws don't exist over there, so they're just like, <laughs> Yeah, we'll pretend, we'll, we'll pretend that this, this thing as well. Yeah. Because there was, like, I think it was in your post, their, their headline made it almost worthwhile that said, the best draw of the British since Bunker Hill. Oh. Like, wow. Very wow. good historical reference there. Well, I liked it. God. So, yeah, yeah but... what are your feelings on this, Andrew? <clears throat> About about what football or just the whole? Uh, if you want a go go Cody, have you seen Cody's amazing promo? We talked. Yeah, about I have. It, it's a weird one. I like. Uh, do you think they're gonna turn Cody? Because it did seem very much no. like just no. I think this was him trying to be a face. It just doesn't come off. It didn't come off to me that way, at least. Anyway, but maybe that is because I'm not a, a, an American man. Mm. I'm not a real American. You know. You fight, <laughs> fight for the, for the right of every man. Every man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'd let Antonio Gogo win. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. I'm I think scared he's good. not going to. Yeah, me too. What's the most American move? Cody will beat him with like a leg drop or something. <laughs> no. He'll hit him with the, the uppercut. He'll hit him with the uppercut. 
And then the camera will zoom in on his American oh, flag. Yes. So he'll win with the sonic boom. Yes. <laughs> sonic boom. <clears throat> By famous American Guile. Mm. <laughs> anyway. He does look a bit like Guile. Mm. He does. Yeah. He was unlikable as well. Kazarian and Daniels go their separate ways backstage before Kazarian promises Why to hunt they... down each Sorry. member of the elite. Andrew, we mentioned Street Fighter the movie to you on our pictures video, I believe. Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. Guile's so American. Why did they cast a Belgian? <laughs> why not? Why why well, not? All incorrect. Do that. Every every get, person have got all the nationalities are incorrect. Get Kali Minogue, Australian. Out. No. British person. <laughs> That's yeah, but she's Australian. I've got no, you Australian. He says some ludicrous lines though. I do not want to go home. Ideals like That's peace French. and justice. Well, he's Belgian. Oh, okay. They get packed up, but we can all go home. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go home. It's like American as hell. It's everything. Okay. And it's I'm going like, to get on my boat get on my boat. go down river. Yeah. And <laughs> kick the next bison want to be so hard. I mess it up. Sorry, you do a joke. That son of a... I can't say that word. Bison's ass so hard <laughs> that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Feel it. Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? Yeah! Yay! It's Somebody so wants to <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I that's yeah, anyway. oh, I've got So what we're saying speech. beforehand about doing uh it's it, we've just accepted that the Americans do bad comedy accents about foreigners. So <laughs> and that's why we're all cheering for a go go. Cheers, pal. Uh and Daniels do some stuff. But then in the ring, Miro cuts a promo about how dangerous he is. He thanks Jesus. He thanks Jesus for making him so powerful and dangerous. <laughs> Staggering. Yeah. Uh, Lance and Jake come out. Mira's not amused and tells Jake that if he crosses him, there won't be enough yoga in the world to bring him back. Ooh. Ooh. And then Max they Cash. go, yeah, all right, let's have a match. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Max Caster wishes that he could have thought of that. <laughs> He's there with his notepad. Oh, I can't use that line next time yeah. I'll wrestle him. Mm -hmm. uh, then the Young Bucks successfully defend the tag titles against the Varsity Blondes at one stage, spraying Julia Hart in the eyes with the spray can. No relation. Yes. I feel like she should be called Julia Hart, no relation, because otherwise... You're really, I mean... Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, was that Brett's ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> and after reading Brett's book, all I could think of is when Brett would be insulting Julia. So it's funny, I'm like, Julia Hart, oh, well, a horrible... But oh, yeah, no, wait, that's, that's the wrong one, isn't it? <laughs> is it Julie? Oh, I would, oh. Maybe What's Bret Hart's wife's name? Ex-wife. Mrs. Mrs. Bret Hart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Moxie and Kingston attack afterwards and steal the book shoes as Whoa. the tag title match is confirmed for Double or Nothing. Yeah. Cool. They shoes. took the shoes, the ones that were fake. I think maybe someone alleged that they were and then they didn't say anything about them. And I don't know. These guys with the shoes, it's I'll take a pass. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they're gonna win? Do you think they're gonna beat the Bucks? Um, no. Do you think they are? I honestly, <laughs> nice one, Andrew. Honestly, can't tell, and that's why I ask because I genuinely don't know. Uh, is it is it the right time for things to start like imploding with the elite stuff? Do you reckon? I don't think the elite need all those titles. Yeah. Start. Let's start making them drop stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I really yeah. wanted them to drop them back to FTR so they got a win over the Bucks because mm. I was so disappointed when the Bucks won that feud. That'd be a good idea. Then make like the Pinnacle have a bit more substance to them, I guess, as well. Start but getting the, them. But, 
I can also see the pinnacle beating Moxley and Kings. I don't think they'll. Mm. I don't think they'll deliberately. They could go either way with it, That's and it'll true. end up on FTR. Yeah, but I want FTR to beat the Bucks with ease in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they had the Young Bucks versus FTR as this feud they built up for years, <sighs> and they blew it. The match. I was still right. can't get yeah. over how they messed up the unmessable. <sighs> well, the Bucks were heels. If we don't win world. this match, then we'll. Never have a title shot ever again. Okay, well, that's why that guaranteed told, then. Cheers. To be fair. Completely didn't need to do that, but thanks. Also, they were both heel going at the match until a week beforehand. We'd rise. Oh, wait, we can't do heel versus heel. Hmm. To be fair, They're Cody, rubbish at storytelling. Cody, Cody didn't. He, he, he actually went through with the title shot stipulation. So, when, so because he'd already done it once, I was like, maybe... Yeah, we, yeah. they're not going to do the same thing twice, so that would have been rotten. And plus, <laughs> Cody used to be good, but now he's bad because a go-go is going to spark him out. <laughs> it's going to beat him and win, win some title off him, like Bruno at Wembley. <laughs> well, that was just a random tangent of words, wasn't it? So, yeah, looking forward to the pay-per-view. Yay! And that yeah. was a long bit of wrestling. Oh, it was a lot of so wrestling. thank you if you listened to all of that. And if you didn't, well, you're not hearing this, are you? So who cares? Let's have a rummage in our... Mail bags. <laughs> ah, now I'll have a little old rummage through our mailbag. Number one. Hey guys, I would first just like to say thank you for the content you have been producing over the years. I'm a person who suffers from PTSD, so these videos and Twitch streams have got me through many tough times. I've listened to podcasts since the first, and they have all been great. That's a lie. Ross for his charisma, Jack for his random but funny stories, which give me joy. And Matthew improving so much and being able to make everyone have a smile on their face. Well, thank you. I appreciate oh, that. Um, this you. year has been awful. and I wouldn't know what to do without you and the content you produce because we're maybe without realizing you help so many people through these hard times. My biggest annoyance in wrestling today, as many of the main roster in WWE, is that champions are always pinned in non-title matches, which I don't get as they have pinned the champs. So why aren't they the champs? Yeah, My question like, is, yeah. is there any way that you would change this format so that the champs and championships feel more legitimate? Many thanks. Connor from Sheffield, who says, P.S. Up the Fabes. Up the Fabes! Whoa. Up the Fabes. That's Coldaholic FC. Of course it is. <laughs> thank you very much. Was it Connor from Sheffield? It certainly was. And thank you very much, Connor, for your, your words, not just on the quality of the podcast and help some of us have come along over the years. Uh, but for saying how much this stuff means to you, because it is it is weird because we just try and make this as vaguely entertaining and slightly informative as possible. And we're glad that this is helping in some small way. So you take yeah. care, Connor, all right? Mm-hmm. That being said, how would you improve this? Uh, yeah, they do like the format of, all right, if you want a shot against the champ, you have to beat the champ. And they beat the champ. It's all right, I guess you're a shot. And once or twice a year, that's all right. But they do like doing this over and mm. over again. Mm. He is right, Connor. So, what would you do to change this up, Jack? Well, I can't think of anything immediate because I just think they need to limit it more, don't they? Like, mm-hmm. like they they do it on AEW. Champions rarely lose on the AEW. The risk is that TV becomes more predictable, but I think you can get around that by having little angles here and there or tag matches or like triple threats and stuff. There's ways around it. So I think they just need to stop doing it as much because it, it, you're right. You're totally right, Matthew. It seems like they've kind of sometimes forgotten other ways of building up 
They're like, well, we'll we need to set up a title match, so we'll have them pin the champion, and then they've earned one. It doesn't really help anyone, especially if the champion wins anyway. Mm. So, I, so I don't know. I can't answer Connor's question. I'm not creative enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't really I like I like the idea of stuff like uh, gauntlet matches and everything. Obviously, like to build up rather than having the challengers beat the champion outright because that does just feel strange. Sometimes I think it works though because it gets the hype behind the person. I know then then that's kind of just squashed when they do get beat in like the proper title match and stuff but maybe sometimes it does push a challenger in the right direction occasionally at least but um but yeah that is that that is a strange one i don't uh, it is very like with kofi kingston pinning bobby lashley and stuff like that it it does feel weird because it doesn't feel like there's going to be a consequence to it so it does feel a bit odd if you know what i mean um but yeah, just I think more gauntlet matches and stuff. More maybe like what Roman does. If they're in a faction, have someone else go out and represent, like re- to represent them in the match. And if that person gets beat, then that affords them like a, a title match against the champion down the line. That's a nice one. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think AEW have done that a couple of times mm. with with Rebel and Brit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ring of Honor used to have the uh, the number one contenders trophy, which actually you'd earn it. And go right. I've got the trophy, and now I want to cash. Not really cash us in, but like I am the guy who's going to have the next title shot. All right, that could work maybe. That's fair. Mm. No, you know what? If I just suggested that, do we have more titles? You know, Connor. I don't know either. <laughs> God knows. What did impact impact did that thing once a year? Was it was it the Bound for Glory suit? Or the, no, it was the one that was like fan voting, but then Nigel McGuinness kept winning it because <laughs> all the indie fans were like, "It's Nigel McGuinness." And they yeah, were we're like, gonna have that. That's the fans what they want. What? Oh no! The fans have said something horrible. So yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then they're like, "We'll we'll make it Jeff Hardy or whatever instead." They made it someone else. I can't remember who. So great. It's like all the scandals with the uh, the UK shows when the the voting turned out to be not as uh, oh what? as they said. Like as in like X Factor and stuff. Uh, no, more like daytime TV would be like, "Well, ring it." Oh no, no, that was it. Blue Peter. They said uh, that they like we're gonna. You have to vote which name you want for this cat. <laughs> and then the the whichever one won, it was spotty or something. And he went, "That's great." Uh, but it's pretending that the other one won. Oh, like wow, it. like Bodhi McBodhi. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah, Catty McCat face. <laughs> something horrible. Anyway, too. Hello, fellas. I've been a big fan since the name redacted days, and having the addition of Andrew. Oh, it's been an overall oh. delight to say the least. What a well-timed wow. question. What timing. That's really sweet. I listen to a ton of content that you guys produce, and that includes the classic SmackDown review hosted by Matthew and Tom. Last week's episode included a bit regarding Nitro Gear. Oh, here we go. Regarding the Nitro Grill and the names of their dishes with clever puns like Booker T-Bone Steak and not-so-clever names like Jimmy Hart's Pasta. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Tom are a good laugh at that. Like, uh, like that, that was like the last. They came up with Booker T Bone Steak first. Went, that's great. Oh. We'll do this for all the guys. An hour later, like, oh, I, I had enough of this. Jimmy Hart's pasta. Jimmy Hart's go to bed. pasta. Nothing. Not even an attempt. My question to you is: WWE bring back WWE New York and AEW started their own restaurant. Of course, they would. What clever names would you give a dish named after a wrestler from each company? Oh. Thanks for all the fantastic content all of you produce. Uh, Yavan from San Francisco. Cheers, Yavan. Hmm. 
as we think I would have liked to have prepared I for. Remember, I remember funny. reading this email, and I'm going to pronounce it a different way just to cover all the bases. I mm. think it's Yvonne. Ah, but I've got Yvonne. no idea. Yeah, oh. but I've got no idea, though. But I think he's put it phonetically in there, so I'm going to say Yvonne. Yvonne. Thank you, Yvonne. Yvonne. Anyway, good question. This is us buying time while we think of food I love puns. A, yeah. I love a food pun. Um, yeah, me too. Um, okay. Okay. I'm thinking. They could do like a, they should have done, hopefully, this is like in the dying days of WCW, the Booker T bone steak, which is eight ounce, and the big T bone steak, <laughs> which is 10 ounce. I've thought of one already, lads. Oh, thought of one. Uh, I thought of um, Barbie Allen, just a barbecue. Oh, oh that's, that's good. good. That's Thank very you. good. Thank you. Oh, can't let you win with that. That's really good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that good. It's beatable. It's beatable. It's good. Um, something like Billy Gunn's rump steak he's like ha 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 <laughs> get it that's good Mash Billy Gunn's non-copyright mm. infringing rump steak I should say huh. what were you saying sorry Mash Harwood Mash Harwood that's good that is Ma- good oh, oh, wait, oh you're Ma- killing no, no, it no 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 sorry Mash Wheeler Mash Dax Wheeler yeah. Mash Wheeler sorry what's oh, that Dax as well what's Dax Harwood what were I with Dax uh, I don't know Twigs Twigs Harwood yeah Twigs Harwood that's bad Mash Wheeler <laughs> Blackjack's are no, that doesn't work either. Oh, the licorice. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, the, under, the understaker. Yeah. Oh. Would you like peas? Uh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Rick. Rikish, eh? Rikish. Oh, but, but if I say yeah. Rikishi, it's just Rikishi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rikishi. There we go. Yeah, that's Rikishi. good. That's, that's good. Smashing that quiche. Oh. <laughs> Red velvet. Oh, yeah. For some reason, uh-huh. quiche is a food that I associate with Vic and Bob. Like, oh, lovely bit of quiche. Yeah, nice bit of quiche. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else could there be? Uh. The Riddick Moss, please book me Vince Salad. <laughs> yeah. If he came back as like a submission expert, would he be the Riddick Moss covered three handles? Oh. <laughs> the man of a thousand jobs. <laughs> I watched The Man of a Thousand Four Holds Back recently, and there's a bit that I forgot had happened. Well, the two bits that are so funny. One's where Jericho just, just does a noise for one of them. He's like, number 756. <laughs> and near the start in the first segment just as it's going to the adverts he goes number eight right hand punch number nine and then it cuts but you just know that he's got left hand punch I just love yeah. it also the fact that the interstate bit where he goes like number 19 armbar like, yeah. number 21 armbar <laughs> yeah. slightly different pronunciation one time I think he just says like the super blizzard the Super Blizzard! <laughs> oh, it's so good. Young Jericho was the absolute best. He was so good. He was. Speaking of oh. Jericho, Crisp Jericho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that a restaurant? Is it? Crisp's Jericho, yeah. Crisp's Jericho, yeah. 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 Complimentary. Okay, fair enough. Buff baguette. Give us some Chris Jericho coconuts. Oh. oh. Weak. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I've got one for AW Dark fans. Uh, Baron Black Puddin. 
Just thinking about it. I'm not. I don't watch that. I can tell. Um, Out of the, you know, when you made a joke earlier about getting rid of three of their four shows or whatever, mm. the one you keep, Matthew, it wouldn't be Dynamite. What do you keep, Dark? Oh yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'd yeah. scrap Dynamite for Dark any day. Not Dark Elevation, Elevation. I don't though, care yeah. about. But yeah, yeah, Dark. Yeah. The A show is Dark because that's the one for you with NXT. Right. Yes, it is. That's Being true. In the, U- the YouTube ratings. <laughs> sure, that's how it works. Anyway, we'll move on from this uh, delicious conversation. At number three. All right, lads. Oh, it's all right, lads. It's done like Barry Moore. Of course it is. I've been lucky enough to perform as a wrestler for about seven to eight years. Oh, okay. Uh, but between coronavirus and speaking out, my love for wrestling really has taken a hit. It's I wasn't ridic- sure if I wanted <laughs> No, sorry. Oh, wait, what, wait. If, imagine if it was. It's not. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if I wanted to watch it anymore, let alone train or perform. Mm. Since then, to help my mental health, I've been binging your content podcast videos and streams it's really reignited my love for wrestling and helped me get through one of the hardest points of my life i can't thank you guys enough for that you guys have given me the drive to go back and try to leave wrestling a better place than i found it yes because sorry i talked over it but he was saying that covid and then speaking out and everything really killed his desire to carry on but now he's keen to get back on it and stuff so that's really good i'm mm-hmm. really pleased to hear it. in my time in wrestling i've been lucky enough to wrestle some big names like the picture I've included of me getting battered by Papa Shango. Wow. Richard, and about a royal. Richard, if you pop that up there, oh, okay. please. He, he my, is. There's a picture of him getting battered by Papa Shango. Wow. Uh, my question is, what wrestlers do you guys think you could t- take in a square go? Thank you guys for everything. Hugs and kisses. Manlon from Glasgow. Well, thank first of you. all, Manlon, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, and I've said this many a times, and I'll say it one more because I don't get sick of saying it. Uh, doing this podcast has been a tremendous help to me, just for you guys, because the complete lack of social interaction I've had yeah, has just killed us. It's just been so devastating. And then I've gone, luckily, wrestling is something I can... Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. So I completely know where you're coming from, Manlon, and I'm glad that we're able to help in a small way. Yeah, so... Um, but which wrestlers can we be in a fight? Which wrestlers can I take in a square go? Square go is Scottish for fight, is it not? Yeah, I'd say so. So at the start of the email when he said, "All right, that might that might have not been a Barrymore thing. That might have been a Scottish thing. It might have been. All right, mate. All right, all right. Thanks, Ricochet. Hey. Hello. Uh, hmm. Which wrestler do I think I can take? I, I don't think I can take any of them. There's I a few guess... I'd want to fight. Oh. Even if they battered me, I'm at I that think... point in my life now. I'm like, all right, beat us up. I think that. Oh, I, I think that, that even the ones who don't seem tough are probably tougher than you think. Hmm. Yeah, what's that thing about like the worst guy in the NBA can still take on anybody? Yeah. Like that little video like, that went viral a few months ago. I was just going to say Marco Stunt, but he'd probably bat at me. Oh, yeah. He's a fast boy. Yeah, he's quick. Mm. He's, he's used to taking a pounding. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, you yeah. slammed us, did you? Great. Brian Cage did that. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, Walter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Nick Gage. Uh, John Moxley. Oh, there was three. Out of Walter Samojo <laughs> wow, and Nick Gage. Right, out of Walter Samojo and Nick Gage, who would you have the best chance of beating in a fight? None of them. I am the weakest person in but the world. I'm not saying and... that you. I'm not saying that any of us would be any of them. Even if we all teamed up against one of them. Okay. Which one would we do the? If we were all a team. Yeah. Which one of them would we do the best against? Walter Joe or Nick Gage? I'm gonna go for 
nigga. Yeah, but that he, no, because he feeds off the crowd. He goes mental yeah. when well, he does that. He gets his pizza cutter out. Right. And he's just like ah. He's like Goku, Dragon Ball Z. Everyone puts their hands up, and Sonny's like, oh. Yeah. I'm just. I feel like. I feel like Smojo could just like chop me in the neck, and I'd pass mm. out. And Walter as well. And Walter. Walter Wal- wouldn't even know you were fighting him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Walter yeah. would be talking with Alexander Wolf and go, "I'm really sorry that you, they've got rid of him." <laughs> so. Sorry, there's a fly buzzing. Oh, it's Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. If we did it, we'd have to, with Walder, we'd have to do the Hoth scene from Empire Strikes Back and fly around <laughs> him. tie him. With <laughs> cables, yeah. Just watch him topple. So big compared to us, it's like almost moving in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> I can't turn anymore. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> I sacrifice myself by flying into him accidentally. <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> well, there's up. What was that? <laughs> Vassist. Um, I'm trying to think so many I would... Because oh, you've said three of the hardest people or people I would not want to fight, and I respect yeah. them too much. I'd just like, all right, batter us, but... I honestly... I Personally, I couldn't take any not anybody at all. Oh, no, I know. I don't, I don't think anyone is expecting us to take, like... <laughs> Okay, sorry, Manlon is, but <laughs> Manlon has much respect for us than we have for ourselves. But is there anybody that you'd want to fight? Because I can see. I can see myself getting into a really heated, really angry debate with Kenny Omega that <laughs> I just antagonise him. Like, you fake gamer. Oh, what's your favourite game of all time? Is it Final Fantasy VII? Oh, Kel Surprise. Oh. The only one you can beat, and then what's your second favorite? Is it Final Fantasy VII Remake? <laughs> to the point where he probably want to fight me. The burns. I just yell at him. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd take a beating. I don't want to fight from Kenny Omega. Uh, at WCPW, there was always a debate of like, not with the wrestlers involved, but like who's the legitimately like the hardest wrestler in our locker room, and it was probably either Primate or Hendry. I was gonna say Hendry, surely. The, the amateur wrestling skills yeah. and stuff, yeah. Um, but primate as well because of his army background and yeah, mm. and his just being very hard. Yeah, fit than a butcher's dog and all that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, he, he he once oh, and it was in front of my friends, and he came up behind me after a show and choked me out for fun. He didn't actually put any pressure on, but I was like, if he wanted to, now nah, he could have just. I don't think I'd be any of the wrestlers up, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But do you want to get in a fight with any of them? Why would I want to, you know? Oh, okay. Insecurities? I don't know. Yeah, why would you <laughs> probably, ben, probably Ben Askren, if I just one wrestler. Well, hey, he counts. Oh. He's amateur wrestler. He <laughs> oh, we could all, we could, all of us could say Cody Rhodes because we know they'll have like a nation cheering us on because oh, he's the God. evil foreigner. He's, he's one of those wrestlers who was way taller than I imagined and I was just like, oh, God. I wouldn't be able to reach. You, like, you just feel like you can't reach them. Mm. bad and he's an amateur wrestler as well isn't he many people have said this over the years yeah damn oh the oh. Wait, wait, wait what oh an amateur yeah hey. yes I think this is better. why AW took my, my account down again <laughs> and they were right to do so well, those were the questions in this week's mailbag thank you very much for the positivity and stuff again we're glad to help knowing that this this us talking twaddle is uh, helping in some small ways. And if you have any things to bring up, you don't always have to compliment us. People like it when you insult some of us. Me, me, me. So uh, if you want to send your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, please do so at mailbag at cultaholic.com. 
Reese's Pieces. I'm Matthew and the boys. This email was originally sent in by the wonderful Tom B from London, but with this week in wrestling section running so long this episode, I've had to cut it and just include his Reese's Pieces. Sorry, Tom. It was a very well-written email. Good luck with your uni finals. Oh, best luck, Tom. All the best, guys. All the best. Uh, it says Jack K from Newcastle, England. Yeah. Oh, that's you. All right. I wrote into the mailbag. <laughs> what? Because I'd edit Tom's very well-written email because I just thought it, it's just this podcast just. This is a long. One. You you knew and in he'd advance. Also, he'd also done. He's also done twenty. So I thought, why not just get straight to the pieces? So sorry, Tom, but thank you because it was a very interesting concept. I'll explain what it is. He's he's what he's a big fan of our pitcher series. Okay. And what he's done is he said, basically, a lot of you are very, very confident that your pitches will be better than the real life one. So he's taken some of our pitches, oh. matched them up with the real life, what actually happened. Oh, okay. And we've got to decide whether ours actually were better than Ooh. real life or not. Yeah. He's also included the name of the person who came up with the pitch. Oh, that's great. That's cool. It's a very good one. It's a very good one. Oh, you so know thought, what? This has been. If you are this creative with your questions for Reese's Pieces, you will ace your uni final. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Jack. Well, what I was going to say, am I reading it? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. I mean, oh, sorry. Yes, I was going to say. Sorry, I was no, I was going to say. Um, so I thought because there were twenty of them, but it was such a good concept that I didn't want to cut down the number of them, so I just cut down the body of the email instead. So thank you, Tom. Thank you very much, Tom. That's it. Cutting the fat, as they say. Let's go ahead then. Uh, we'll do fastest thought first, Jack Andrew Matthew. Number one: fiend victims being turned into puppets enjoying the Firefly Funhouse, or Fiend Victims having personality changes. That was Pachidi. I like Pachidi's one. Yeah. The, the, because I think in this, the, the fictional one always comes first, and then the real one always oh, comes okay. second. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Pachidi's one about victims being turned into puppets, like Spy Kids 1, when they turned into floops or whatever, <laughs> was genius. So, yeah. That's mine as well. I like that one. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> Roman Reigns celebrating being the head of the table slash tribal chief by holding the annual Annoy Super Samoan Banquet or AASSB. This was or, you. That was right. I remember that one. Or Roman celebrating being the head of the table slash tribal chief by beginning a flower necklace by Affa and Seeker and wearing it occasionally. Matthew. Wearing <laughs> <laughs> it occasionally. Yours sounds um, more elaborate. I like I yours, about Matthew. the elaborateness because that's when Bacchini would bring his, you know, three-page prose uh, yeah. on the, the next six months' worth of book, and I'm like, I had to step my game up here, so I did this. I'm, yeah. I'm going to yeah, go I'm for gonna... the real-life one, I'm sorry. I, I, I remember being oh. very sceptical of the banquet, because it was all just a set of a pun, I think. It was. <laughs> and it was a great... Oh, no, I've got the pun. But it was a meat one, so we've been good with the last question we had. Oh, good. Oh. Go on, Andrew. What? It's your go. My go is in what... To... Wait, what? No, sorry, we go around. The, oh, and Reese's Pieces. We, um, the Reese's it's, fast, it's supposed to be Fastest Thought first. We're doing a horrible job. This you did it last... I did. I just... I said... I like, said. I like... Yeah, Matthews. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it was oh, elaborate. I, I like the elaborateness sorry, of it. Sorry, no, it's sorry, all right. Sorry, sorry Andrew. You know what? Me. You said that and I wish because I was trying to remember what the hell I said on You're that You're trying to remember the thing. No, yes, Matthew. I like yours. I beg your pardon, Andrew. It's all good. I like mine as well because I'm egotistical. 24-7 Division being suspended on a remote island and competing in battle royales with 24-7 network coverage. I forgot about that one. Or WWE giving R-Truth the belt and never speaking of it again. 24-7 <laughs> Island, it was mine. I'm going for that one. I remember the thumbnail of that one. I was like, what's what's what, what's this all about? So yeah, I clicked on that. I like that as well. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like Jax. Is this just going to be us saying how great our ideas were? <laughs> yeah. 
Southpaw Regional Wrestling being an established brand as a way of WWE to hold retro-style events, or WWE continue to make these weird throwback shows that don't make sense, Tom? <laughs> I like... No, I don't like it, but I, I'd, I'd like Southport Regional kept as a fictional thing. So I'm, mm. I'm going to go against Tom's, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind like the throwbacks and stuff on NXT and everything. I'm going to say that as well. Uh, for the reason that Jack said that, yeah, yeah Southport Regional Wrestling is good, but if they did it every week, God no. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Kobe second getting... season was enough of a drop off. Yeah. I... I can't even remember the second season. All the wrestlers got involved and it wasn't just the funny ones. And it was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Kofi getting the WrestleMania 9 treatment and not winning the belt at WrestleMania 35 with Kevin Owens playing the Hogan role. Or Kofi beating Brian and Kofi Mania running wild, says oh. Sam. Oh. That oh, was Kofi, what he Kofi. pitched? Yeah, Sam, <sighs> Sam likes to do ones that would annoy the audience. And then when he... When they get rejected, oh. he's like, what? And you're like, come on, come on now, Sam. Come on. Uh, I will go for... Sam is very much the Gigi Allen of Colorado. <laughs> Just trying Ooh. to annoy the audience. Oh, okay. um, I'll go Gigi for Allen. the real one. The, the Kofi Mania, of course. Yeah, Kofi Mania. Yeah, as, as good as the Andy Kaufman of Cultaholic is, I'll go with a real life on this one. Sorry, Sam. Wrestlers being pumped full of cocaine, causing every promo to be like an Ultimate Warrior promo. The coke part was as particularly emphasised, or scripted promos as they are now. Mafu, to no one's surprise. What say um, you, Jack? Are you pro-cocaine? or? No, I've got it just for, just keep my... I was going to say to keep my nose clean. Hey! I'll go for the, nice, legal, nice. the legal option. Um, <laughs> Mafu sounded fun. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> he just wanted to bring the 80s back. What? Yes. Just, you know, go on then, Matthew. I'll go with yours. Yes, uh, the option is cocaine. <laughs> I said cocaine enough times. Number seven, Ro- Rowan's... Oh, God. Rowan's cage being filled with bees. Oh, the cage! Okay. <laughs> leading, wait, leading to him having a wrestling beekeeper gimmick. <laughs> or Rowan's, Rowan's cage being filled with a robo-spider. That was promptly squished by McIntyre and forgotten about Adam. Wow. The bees, the bees, the bees is better. The, the bees. bees. The bees. Absolutely the bees. Not the bees. Ah, <laughs> what's the, my eyes. What's the boss called from Metal Gear Solid 3? Oh, um, oh, I know which one you mean. The one with the ball of bees on him? Yeah, the bees. The it's electric not the end. one. It's, uh, uh, it's not the, the fury? end. No, might be the end. fury. Might be the fury. No, the f- he's, he's the guy who's just really mad. Is it the pain? The pain, well done, you. Is it the pain? Oh, is it the pain? He's got it. Well done, he's got well it. <clears throat> you, you eclipsed me, my MGS knowledge. I feel bad. Wow. But yeah, bees, bees, bees. Tamina joining Roman and the Usos, as they are now, as an enforcer, or Tamina winning the tag titles of Natty. Oh. Mm. I'm going to go for the tag titles just because they, it was a nice moment for Tamina, finally. Whereas if she was an enforcer for the... I don't want to see her as like the China of... The tribal, you know, they're all mm. they're all very serious anyway. They don't need Tamina there, so I'm going for the current one. That's true. Yeah, I'll go for I'll go for Tamina winning the belt as well. Yeah. Nah, I, I like her as an enforcer. Okay. Oh no, someone's running in. Splash. <laughs> EC3 holding all the belts at once. What? Oh, that was definitely you, Matthew. Yeah, it's definitely me. Or EC3 drinking backstage periodically until he was allowed to leave. Mafu. Yeah. Um, I for the hope that he's 
because obviously he was suffering from a, an illness or an injury recently. Um, so mm. holding out for the hope that he can still do really well in the Indies, I'll go for being released because he, you know, it was never, it was just mm. they didn't value him. Uh, yeah, I'll go for that as well because he's been doing good stuff at, in Ring of Honor with the uh, with Briscoes and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of most useless runs in recent memory, uh, EC3 in NXT. Look at me being all hopeful. Yeah, I think EC3 is going to win all the titles. Ugh, yeah, uh, him drinking backstage was probably the highlight. And probably the best decision. Braun Strowman facing Shane McMahon in a Takashi Castle beats Gladiator-style obstacle course match, Gunge included. Or Braun conquering the concept of bullying by beating Shane in a bog-standard cage match, Andrew. We should point out that the editor has likely cut out the intro of that, so if it's a bit jumpy, it's just because Jack got a phone call from yeah, a serious stranger. That. Yeah, sorry <laughs> um, What? Sorry, I was just trying to Google the number, but I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Um, That's not a good sign. No, it's not. Well, it, it probably means it's not legit, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I'm just finding where we're at. Which one was it, sorry? Which number were we up to? Number 10. Number 10, I'll go for the... Uh, no, I'll go for the existing one. I like when he ripped the side of the cage mm. off, to be fair. yeah. Fair enough. I, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to be biased and say the Takeshi's Castle one. I would have liked that. That would have been good, Andrew, but you know what? I'm with Jack... W's problem is that <clears throat> you do a lot of times. We're not sure if the feud's over. This was a definitive <laughs> feud ender as you're ever going to get. So I was happy to see it. Shane didn't show up the next night Go, you may have won the battle, but the war is far from... No, no, he, he, he was dead. So it's great. Uh, Bobby Lashley having a wife-stealing gimmick after stealing Lana from Rusev. Can't remember that. Eventually leading to him having a live sex celebration with Linda McMahon. What? Or Bobby siding with MVP in the Hurt Business thing to him winning the world title, Jack. <laughs> this was me, but I can't work out why. What? So I'm, wow. <clears throat> I'm not going to go for my own. I'm going to go for what really happened. Yeah, I'm going to go for what really happened as well. I mean, it's a... I'll be nice to you just to throw your bone. Yeah, okay. Just, he steals, <laughs> steals Linda. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a day that was. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic joining Daniel Bryan's vegan brigade as a man who rides a Segway and chucks tomatoes at people... Oh, it just says, good old T-Bar. That's from Ross. Oh. Uh, I mean, he's not really done, but I'm going to go with Ross's because at least he's doing something then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'll go for that as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think anything would have been better than T-Bar. And this is anything. Uh, Braun's mystery partner, WrestleMania 34, being Bray Wyatt with a new slash old gimmick. He hasn't been seen since falling at the Lake of Reincarnation during his feud with Mahadi. Or Braun choosing Nicholas as his partner. And that was Sam. Sam's. Yeah, Sam's, yeah. Oh. Were you going to go for Nicholas? The Bray Wyatt thing, yeah. Yeah, it was Sam's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> Nicholas is real. Sam's Nicholas. Yes, yeah, that's how that works, isn't it? Yes. Sorry. NXT absorbing the NXT UK division or NXT absorbing the Cruiserweight division? Ooh. Uh, probably the cruise. Stick with what happened. The cruiserweight. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. they want, if they want someone from the UK, they can always cherry pick them. They just like, bring them over anyway, yeah, don't they? they do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apart from Walter, so <laughs> yeah. the cruiserweights, like Tony Davari, uh, Asuka forming a female version of the Nexus called the Lexus, or Lexi, or Asuka's Raw title reign until WrestleMania 37. That's Jack. Is it? I don't remember the Lexus at all. What the? What was I thinking? <laughs> uh, Bless you. 
Oh, Oscar's title reign until WrestleMania 36. Oh, no, I go with yours. Yeah, no. Think about it. The title reign wasn't that good. No. Yeah, I'll go, go my, with I'll go Lexus. Yeah, Lexus. Mm. Yeah, I like the Lexus. <laughs> Especially, again, we see two Lincoln Town and we see the Nexus every time we go to the Metro. <laughs> we're surrounded by wrestling up here. Uh, Apollo Crews being a wrestling pirate or Apollo Crews being a Nigerian prince? That was Ross. Uh, Why was he a pirate? Because he just didn't have anything to do, I think, at the time. So Ross oh, probably just went, let's make him a pirate. And I agree. Yeah. I'll go for pirate Apollo Crews. Well, I'm going to go for real life. Okay. I like him doing the exact same thing, but as a, as a pirate, because I just like pirates. Yeah. Arrgh. The fun. <laughs> Drew McIntyre feuding with English nationalist Wade Barrett with the result of their match determining the outcome of the Scottish independence referendum. <laughs> My God. I think I remember that. Or uh, Drew McIntyre feuding with uh, Goldberg in brackets. Yes, I forgot that happened too. It says Owen through the medium of Jack. Yeah, oh, this right. I was going to say Owen did So did he suggest it to me and then I went, right, okay. Yes. I'll go for it. I like it. Yeah, I like that one as well. That yeah, was really good. I like it, just the audacity. <laughs> Lana being mega Lana, Russian super soldier. <laughs> or Lana being in a tag team with Naomi because they both dance. And that was me. <laughs> that was you. I like Lana, Russian mega super Lana. soldier. That sounds was, good. Mega that Lana. Good. I like that a lot. Yeah. That was good. What well, the first name's Mega? All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I pick reality because at least the dancing's good. Uh, Fiend versus Rollins at Hell in a Cell, ending in a no contest after Cell collapses and crushes both of them. <laughs> <laughs> or Fiend winning by DQ after being covered with the entire home base product range and getting bonked with a hammer. Adam. I, I love a bad bit of wrestling. I'm going to keep <laughs> the keep the way it went because it was so bad. Yeah, it wouldn't have. Yeah, we wouldn't have many things hurt. to laugh at. I don't want. I don't want them to get crushed. But what about the big hammer? That obviously hurt. Come well, on, he now. didn't. He never. Oh, he did use it, didn't he? he, he got did. Yeah, he got it out. This uh, is a new Roman. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I. It, it, it was bad, but it gave <coughs> us something to laugh at. So I'm gonna say the mm. the uh, original one. I like the original bit of them being squished like thwomp from Super Mario. <laughs> 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 James from, Triple, James from Triple Jump does a really good impression of that thing from Mario. Does he? Yeah, he can do the like the. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but James is even better. He's really oh, I have to ask him next time I see him. Yeah. Sasha Banks leaving for AE Dub during her time away after dropping the tag titles to Iconics, or Sasha staying in WWE at her run since. Stay in WWE because I don't think she'd have. I mean, she she got the main event at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so you know, even though she's not been treated that well, it it I, I'd rather see that match than than her at the minute taking the spotlight away from maybe people we're less familiar with in AW. So I'd go with the WrestleMania thirty seven, uh, thirty eight thing. Yeah, yeah. thirty five. I right? agree. No, thirty eight. Twenty nine. <clears throat> what? Where? Are we, are, we, are we in a huddle in an NFL match? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> hood, hood, hood. So, has that been properly explained what happened after that? Because there was all this wrestling Sorry, news no, I, at that I, time was I, so I've bad. Got, it became I've from got, like Sasha Banks 
was on the floor in the locker room going, Wah! like a kid who can't have crisps as a supermarket. And it became so ridiculous, the reporting about that, or the speculative. Has that been, like, sorted out? I, I remember thinking, if CM Punk had done that, like, kicked off about having to drop a belt at WrestleMania, everyone would have gone, wow, what a hero. But because it was Sasha Banks, mm. and she divides opinion a lot, like, people either love her to a weird degree, or hate her for no reason. I was like... Just, yeah. I, I'm a big fan. I think she's great, but you know, I don't try and DM her. <laughs> you know I mean? Take wait at an airport. Yeah, using ATC picture. traffic oh. control to find out which plane oh. she's landing on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was like Sasha Banks who was on the floor for so long. All the wrestlers had to step over her, <laughs> like she was a draft excluder. It was like, what, what, what is this? Like anyway, she was I'll go Kevin with Kevin Nash in that match where he just lay, he just sat there <laughs> and yeah. for, the, for the next yeah. match. <laughs> Uh, a final few notes after watching these vids back I lost count how many times less wrestling be it shorter or less matches was pitched <laughs> the amount of times that make use of insert name here or push insert name here was pitched and the name involved has since been released oh. was insane but sadly not surprising Sam pitched Goldberg to squash the fiend at Saudi so therefore he should be held responsible for everything bad that's happened since I agree we don't like you Sam Boom. oh my god that 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 pitch Sam pitched that and then started to kind of really believe it. Um, and then when it happened mm. and he celebrated in inflammatory fashion on Twitter, I must say, saying, yes, this is perfect. Mm. Obviously, everyone went, what are you talking about? This is terrible. And for the next like four days, my feed was just Sam arguing with people about why it was a good thing. <laughs> and I just wanted to be like, no, just leave it. Even I, even I can't have you back here. I'm afraid. Yeah, that was a good day because we were all in together. Yes, we were all doing the reaction. We were yeah. rotating. Yeah, that's right. But we all watched that main event, I think, because we wanted to see what happened. We did the main the main event of a show where Undertaker beat AJ Styles without taking his hat or coat off, and without mm-hmm. taking the trophy that he won, he yeah. just walked past it. <laughs> Kofi splatting on a dive the outside. Yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for Saudi. Can't wait for Fury versus Joshua. Uh, well, that's getting... No, they'll have the... In, in boxing fashion, they'll have that match at Saudi Arabia where they'll team up to take <laughs> on the tag team champions. And then, yeah. oh, something <laughs> yeah. will happen. Fury will hit Joshua and then the losers. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that was Reese's Pieces. Thank you for those lovely notes. Sent by Tom. Best luck with your uni finals again, pal. And if you have any recent pieces, please, 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 please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. Shorty, I don't mind. Yep. Ah, what a lovely sing along. Oh, we'll keep it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes, that, yes, Jack, yes, we're recording a podcast. Yeah. It is still going on, Jack, believe it or not. But don't I'm worry, delirious. near the end. I'm it's delirious. The, it's the big question. I'm booking Ring of Honor, I'm so delirious. Hey. <laughs> and that is, who, 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 should be the next wrestler to break the glass ceiling? <laughs> Do you like Stone Cold theme song? <gasps> oh! 
My God, is there anything you can't do, Andrew? He's bloody done it. <laughs> Whoa! He's done it. Suck. How, That's the only thing you can't how, do is how, suck. How can Pachitti manufacture in it a campaign of hate against this man? Because <laughs> he's jealous. Yeah, he is. He Aww. wishes he could play the crappy thing. Oh, as well. <laughs> Excuse sorry, me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all right, Jack. I'll let you off. Uh, I'm uh, who could break the glass ceiling. So the inspiration for this question came from Lewis, who works here at Coldaholic, and he was saying in the aftermath of Cesaro almost nudging the glass ceiling with the, the tip of his nose, who could be the next? Because he's looking up apparently. Who would be the next person to? Who could? Who could break through to the other side? Like Jim Morrison, break all through. I was going to yeah. say more like Andrew's boiler. Yes. <laughs> who can be Andrew? Who's the next Andrew's boiler? Yes, <laughs> that's one Especially. for everyone. Who, that's one for everyone who's been slogged, listened all the way through. Whoa, that's right. Good on you. Who's, who's going to scold Lashley or Roman Reigns? Ooh, I. Good, I'm gonna. I'm gonna first do one that I'd like to see, but I don't think mm. I'll see. I'm gonna say Angel Garza. Love him. Ooh. Absolutely love him. Yes. Handsome, pretty, very attractive, but also. Really good at wrestling and being a heel. Mm. Reminiscent of Eddie Guerrero a lot, in my opinion. The way he's cheeky, but he's a bad guy, but he's lovable at the same time. And they just—they've got this absolute diamond, and they're just not doing anything with him, which is mad to me. But for someone who could break through, I will go for. I don't think it'll be Cesaro, which is a huge shame. Mm. I, I think maybe I'll go for. It's hard not to go for Big E, isn't it? They're building him so slowly, but he's got all the charisma in the world. He's a New Day guy. Everyone's very familiar with him. And I think everyone would be really pleased for him like they were for Kofi. Mm. If he if he does get that push and does win a big belt. So I'll say Big E, but it's not the most interesting answer. That's good, though. I think, I think Big E's a good answer. I'd like to see Shinsuke finally get there as well. Like, it, that would be nice to see him come back from sort of just kind of like going down and then just being sort of mid-card like this whole entire time. I'd like to see Shinsuke. But for like someone a little bit... Uh, I mean, I th- there's been rumblings about potentially Morrison as well, right? Being a contender for the WWE Championship. And what? I Does think it? so. I, I, I might be... Saying wrong things, or someone said he was like Is a man of we singing the doors before. Meg might have been yeah. break on through, but I would like. I quite like to see. I'd quite like to see Morrison in the title picture because he's a he's a genuinely entertaining wrestler. He's really really good, and I yeah, he is good. He's yeah. good, and it's it's weird that WWE is the only place he's been where he's not been pushed. Yeah, to the moon. Yeah, strange. Huh. Wow, so, well, you've picked my picks. Uh, I was going to say Garza. I was going to... No, sorry. Oh. Uh, Garza. No, I don't see Morrison. Uh, Garza and Biggie mm. are my picks. So... Do you like Garza as well? Oh, absolutely. I think he's got all oh, the tools. He's got all the tools for a while. It's just them going, oh, he's good. Yeah. Oh, how long have we had him for? Oh, sorry. <laughs> we, we got confused with that other guy, Riddick, Riddick something or other. Oh, my God. He's, um, he's my answer as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go with... I'm not sure if it counts. Maybe it does. Because of a different... Shayna Baszler. Ah. Splitting away from Nia Jax and mm-hmm. going, right, Rhea Ripley needs something to do that isn't Asuka or Charlotte. Because right now, that's those are the, three, the, the triple threat on the Raw Women's. Uh-huh. So there's, just, there's, no one, there's just a huge leap there in a mm. difference in quality, I'm going to say. So I think Shayna Baszler going there and doing her thing. 
And being the Shayna Baszler that we all want to see, having proper matches again, reminding people that she's actually good at wrestling, that'd be fantastic. That's a very good shout. That is a good I'd shout. I'd like to see that a lot. And maybe with them losing the tag belts, we could potentially see it. Shayna mm. looks way younger than she actually is. Which she's like in her 40s now, right? Is she? Yeah. I think makes so. Me worry, makes me worry that she's not got that long left in WWE to really mm. break the glass ceiling, but she's good enough that she can do. Uh, yeah, let's see how old she is. Because I, I know, she wasn't she running Shimmer for like ages? A while, yeah. And she was an MMA fighter before. Mm-hmm. She's, oh, she's, yes. she's 40. Wow. Wow. She's at NXT age. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a long a long labor of love this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. There was a lot of twaddle, but some people like it, some people don't. Oh, well. Uh, so you have been listening to the dulcet tones of Jack King. What have you got for us this week, pal? Well, we're not listening to you on this. This week, pal, I am streaming on Twitch with Owen Mawson at 6 p.m., as always, every Wednesday on Twitch. And it's going to be Coldaholic FC continuing our our sojourn, our, our quest uh, in the Vanarama National. And we're currently, I think, second or third. Last stream, we did really well, but I was watching the Sunderland game at the same time. We lost 2-0, so I was having a bad, uh, bad day. Up the faves. Andrew, what have you got? Uh, again, yeah, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic on a Monday, 6 p.m. Uh, we got a win in fall, guys, finally on stream. I like watched a very that long time. Oh, my word. It's such a long time, like four weeks to finally get it. And the problem is, right, I'd go home after the stream, play fall, guys, and get a win then. And it'd be like... <sighs> How many crowns have you got overall? Um, I must be... I'm in double digits. It's not mental. It's like... Probably bordering on maybe like 15 or something. Nothing oh. crazy. That's not a lot compared to what some people have got. I've got um, two. You got That's still better than none, though. That's still better yeah. than none. But we've done that. Fall Guys is done. I deleted it off the PS5. And we're going to play Dream Daddy, which I'm excited about. I've not oh played it before. It's like a, it's like a dad dating simulator. <laughs> I'm excited for it. It's going to be good. Pete, that's what people wanted. So Okay. Did they? Yeah, they did. I asked them what they wanted, and they were like, "Let's do Dream Daddy," and I was like, "Let's do Dream Daddy." Let's do it, Daddy. You better keep. You better watch it then. That's what I do saying. <laughs> you wanted it. You, you can pay got for it. it. Well, I'll be have fun with Dream Daddy. Thank you. Whichever one you pick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what? On that Andy Climatic No, I'll be streaming Final Fantasy Nine Saturday. <laughs> 6 p.m. It's not quite the same as Dream Daddy, is it? No, nah, it's not. It's but, probably uh, better, to be fair. It sounds as dirty if you don't know anything about games. It's not that dirty. It's just like dads. Sexy dads. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the Twitch <laughs> to get demonetized then. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this entire podcast or watching it. You can, of course, go on to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic to vote for one of the Hall of Fame picks and send us your thoughts, your remorse, your Reese's Pieces to mailbag.collect.com. But for now, we've taken up enough of your time. Thank you very much for listening in. Please put your hand up to your webcam or your, your monitor, I guess, whatever, your phone, and end the show with the fable catchphrase. One, two, three. Join ambition us. Ambition, Raiden. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every time we touch. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 